Hi, I'm Matthew Nassbaum. I'm Amin Ansari. If you're going to do that, at least say my name right, dude. That's all That's all I'm going to say. At you least could, say my could, name right. You could, you, could, you, you could say it correctly if you're going to do that. Did I ever tell that. you the story about how Max listened to you pronouncing your name on Yeah, the I was show? like, that's how you, he, he texted no, me. No, he didn't, he didn't say that. He said, why didn't us pronounce his own name wrong? No, he didn't. Did he really? Because he, he was like, damn, I didn't know you said your name like that. I'm like, yeah, dude. It's just everyone. Everyone says bomb, so it's like a lot. It's a lot easier yeah, so. to say bomb. Yeah, but I've been singing for years now, so fair enough. Well, welcome to the drive okay. home, everybody. Uh, we're gonna I'm roll out the. Uh, we're, 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 we're rolling out the red carpet this so week. So Omar's not cause... getting a credit then. Damn, that's tough. Yeah, you didn't say mine. You didn't pretend to be me. <laughs> you didn't have to pretend to be Omid. You could have been yourself. But he chose to me. Right. But he. Thank you, Omar. Peace. Cheers to you. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Well, it's Oscars week, and uh, you can tell by our tone how seriously we take that. <laughs> Oscar de la Hoya. Uh, oh, man. man. What? What happened? <laughs> he goes, he goes, I go, Oscar Oscars. de la Hoya. It's Oscars week. Oh, Oscar my God. Oscar it, it is Oscars week. You're Oscar so Robertson. Right. Yeah. No, um, but Oscar de la Hoya, please tell me. I'm assuming, Omid, you watched are you serious? Oh, the fight? No, I did not. What the fuck? You didn't have time for that Dude, shit? Oscar De La Hoya was like on something when he was commentating. It was the funniest thing. Like everyone. No, was... I didn't know. He, I didn't even know he was commentating. That's. Are you serious? I, I just pulled out oh. Oscars. Dude, I thought that's yeah, why I just you pulled said out Oscars. It. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying Oscar the Grouch, oh. Oscar De La Hoya. I just uh, other Dude, problem. Okay, after after this, please look up the Oscar De La Hoya commentating of the Jake Paul fight. It is the funniest thing, dude. Why like, were you watching was... the Jake Paul fight? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. It was like no. A... <laughs> why would I? Why would I want to watch Ben Askren getting his fucking ass kicked? The guy is not a boxer. Why do these I people don't know that aren't is boxers? Ben Askren. He's he's a, he's an MMA fighter, and he was an, he was a very good NCAA wrestler, All American. Uh, Penn State, Oklahoma State. I mean, it's either Penn, yeah. Penn State or Iowa, is my guess. Um, I could be totally wrong. He might not be an All American, but I know he was a very good college wrestler, great MMA fighter, not a boxer. At all, like, like, sure. And is Jake his, Paul? His wins, dude. Jake Paul has been training to be a boxer for over a year. He's a, he is now a professional boxer. Well, I don't know why these guys, just because they think they're athletes, think that they can can box. It's a totally different oh, thing. So your team, oh, your team, your team, No, I'm not. I, I, it's stupid. It's team. Why does anyone want to watch this fucking garbage? You're lining Mizzou. the pockets. Mizzou. It was Mizzou. Yeah. Because yeah, Oscar De La Hoya was commentating, cool. and he sounded like he had an aneurysm on on fucking live tv jesus okay well that's a that's enough of uh our our boxing talk here uh welcome to the drive home we are doing our 2021 oscars preview show the oscars are on sunday right late oscars this year eight o'clock eastern Uh, five o'clock pacific nice okay um tune in for the for the festivities uh you know it's been it's been a while since we had an oscar ceremony over a year uh Parasite's longest ever reign as, as best picture winner will be coming to an end. Um, God, what a day! What a night! That was such. That was good. It was, and this year should be a a, a good good time too. I know we don't we don't put a whole lot of of, of credence into into the Oscars. Um, you know, we all like to shit on them, me in particular, but they're still a big event, um, and I still enjoy watching them. And I don't know, it's 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 always weird, like looking back, like at the Oscars, not even like a long time ago, like four or five years ago, and being like, damn, like that movie was huge, and now it's not, you know? And now you never even think about it anymore. 
don't know. Yeah. I, it, it's like it's like I, I've gotten better at adopting the mentality of I don't actually like I used to actually get butthurt about it, and now I legitimately don't. I just like I pick I make my picks like we're gonna do today of like what I think will win, what I would have liked mm-hmm. to have win, what I think they what I think they missed out on, but. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I used to, I think like 16 year old me used to like be like, Oh my God, like they didn't nominate Jake Gyllenhaal for Nightcrawler. Oh my God. Like I would like lose my mind over it. Well, that's a fair um, one to be upset. Yeah, about. it is. It is. But um, anyway, but yeah, Gyllenhaal you say? in Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah. The fact that I wasn't even nominated. Oh my, don't get me started. Omar. Were you You're listening for the last 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. No, because I'm looking, I'm looking up uh, who's winning, who won the BAFTA and other stuff. Sorry. I was just trying to get my statistics out. Um, yeah, I I agree, Omar. It's like when you when you stop looking at it as like the end all be all, because you're right. When like when you're younger, you're like, oh well, that's the best movie. You know what I mean? In one best picture, it's got to be the best movie of the year and shit like that. And you just kind of take it for what it is. It's it's fine. And then when something happens like last year when Parasite won, it's it's fucking awesome. And it also helps when you take into consideration like when you really start to just think about tangibly like the people that are voting have right. like, not who seen is the a shit ton of yeah like. A lot of the people have not seen a lot of the movies and they just vote for either the movies they worked on or, uh, you know, movies that they really liked that they saw, but they mm-hmm. didn't see the other three options in the, in that given right. category. Like it's, it's a crapshoot. Exactly. Know? It totally is. Um, but with that being said, we're going to spend the next hour talking about it. So, uh, strap in everyone. I hope you're excited. The way that we are going to structure this for this year is we're going to do 10 categories. We have 10 categories. Um, and we've got, we're going to talk about Best Picture, Best Director, all four of the acting categories, both of the screenplay categories, and then the Best Doc and the Best International Feature. And we're going to go, and we are each going to say three things about each category, or two, if you don't have a third. But we're going to say what we think is going to win on Sunday night, what we think should win among the nominees, and then what was an omission? So what was a person or a film that wasn't nominated that should have been nominated? And the caveat with that is if you're going to add something in, we have to take something out. So you can't just throw something in. You have to swap it with something that was nominated. And it has to be something you've seen. So you can't just take a movie that you haven't seen and throw out all its nominations and plug yeah. in something that you want. Um, and then for the what should have been nominated, we're going to limit it. So you can't just keep nominating the same movie over and over and over again because I'm sure all of us would just would just do that. Um, so sniffling we're sniffling into your mic. I mean, it is it's so, right by his face. My allergies are so bad today. Holy it's, shit! It's I was working nice outside. It's 75. It's degrees, beautiful man. outside. Why wouldn't I be outside? Dude, but goddamn. Okay, you know what? Thank you, y'all. You're not the first to recommend this. I was just dumb today and did not take my Flonase, nor did I take my allergy medication because. I'm stupid. So I'm going to deal with the consequences. Hey, and so I don't guess. think that makes you stupid. It's just sometimes you forget, man. I've done it. Oh, it I happens. agree. You're all right, Omid. Literally, good, man. We were in 30 man. seconds. We were in 30 seconds. Omid, I don't give a fuck about what you think she'll win. This and that. So I don't know where this, I mean, this, that's this is hypocrisy towards, right now. Not, I, I, didn't, I don't think I said your name. Um, I didn't think well, you It was implied. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> hypocrisy. On, uh, on that note... Why don't we just go, let's dive right in. Everyone understand uh, what's going on here? Everyone ready to do this thing? And as we did with our with our draft, if you, if you missed out on the draft we did a couple weeks ago, um, we are going to place another bet on, on this because we can't help ourselves. And we're going to keep track of who we say is going, we think is going to win 
and the person who does the best will get a free pass in the roulette and the person who comes in last will have to watch a movie of the choosing of the other two if there's a tie at the top no one will get a free pass but i think if there's a tie at the bottom the person who won gets to pick for the I other agree. two i agree Call- can I have also for a, can I propose something? Yes. For a best picture, can we also rank them, just for our own sake? Like I already did eight. it. So yeah, I know I'm you did, you. but Omar, yeah. yes, and I haven't. Sure. Oh, I gotta make that public then. But yes, absolutely. What, have you watched all eight? Not Mank, but um, you watched the father. I don't think I'm gonna watch Mank. To be totally honest, maybe I will. Uh, no, no, I won't. I'll we'll watch it. We'll you got at this point, you gotta watch it just to be a completionist. I know. You know? I know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Did you watch the father um, today? Perhaps. Keep your keep your eyes peeled. The letterbox. I was gonna uh, watch before the episode, but I couldn't. Didn't have the time. Uh, well, I should. You should oh, watch. Right. It. You're welcome. By the way, use the brain next time. Thank you. I was about to spend twenty bucks on an Amazon rental. He's gonna, but I also uh, like could have because it deserves it. But we'll get into that. We will indeed. <laughs> Let's kick it off. We're gonna start with best international feature, right? Is it international foreign language? What is it called? International. International, feature international features. Is, is archaic terminology. Interesting. Okay. So, for international, Omid, why don't you tell us the uh, the nominees? Yes, yes, sir. All right. We have uh, another round from the country of Denmark, Collective from Romania, The Man Who Sold His Skin. Omar, do you know what country that's from? Tunisia. Tunisia, yes. I do want to see that. Uh, Omar pronounced the Bosnian movie? Uh, Kovadis Aida, I think. Yeah, he just watched it, that's why. And then Better Days from uh, Hong Kong. Correct. Very nice. Oh, on you my end. Okay. Yeah, I've only seen one of these movies, which is a shame. I have not been on my movie grind these past couple of weeks; been a little busy. But this is they're all on Hulu, mind you. That's clutch. The fact that my parents tech. Uh, I was speaking to my parents about this, but I think most of these movies are available on Hulu. And my parents, my dad especially, is a big foreign film guy, and so he watched another round recently. He watched Collective, um, and. He thought another. He had similar opinions to me. Another round. Uh, he thought Collective was fine as well, but I haven't talked about the just, other ones. But just yeah. a clarification on that: that another round, Collective and Covadis Ida are on Hulu, but not the other two. Okay, well, majority of them. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I just want to make sure so nobody like just, goes just, super just, excited. No. To go but it's still it. a big deal that at least yeah. three three international mm-hmm. feature films are on a very prominent streaming service. But I've only seen one. A shame. Like. Tell the town crier, but I'm sorry. So your picks another round by default. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I... so so walk us through that. So you're picking another round you think is going to win? Yeah. I, well, I do think another round is going to win based on my research. Um, I would love to see Quo Vadis. I would love to see all of them, but I do think, Omar, I know you recently watched Quo Vadis Ida, and it seems like a film up my alley. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of excited to watch it, and then that might be what I want to win. But I, I sure another round I think is going to win. Oh, nuts! I think you're in this very similar boat to me in the sense you've only seen another round as well. So if you want to carry on, yep. So I'll this will be this will be nice and sweet. I've also only seen one of these films. It's another round. Um, that being said, I am still going to pick another round for what I think is going to win. Um, what I think should win is definitely another round and I wouldn't nominate anything else over it. I think another round is the best uh, foreign film that I saw last year anyway. So I'm happy to, to see that it's here. And I, think I do have something, I do have something win. I want to nominate in place of another round. 
not another round. I, I you, don't want to replace that. You have that. to replace That's the rules. So you can't. So you, yeah, hypothetically, since you've only seen that one, you would have to remove another Okay, round. yeah. I'll so I have two, actually. However, I think one I'm going to save for best picture. And I want to, uh, an international feature, but I'll do. And then we danced. I I like more than uh, another round. I'm about to sneeze, so let me mute myself. <laughs> Omar, why don't you round us out here? Uh, yeah. So I've actually seen three of these. Uh, I watched Covidus Ida yesterday. Saw Collective a couple months ago. Very lukewarm on that movie. I don't think I've ever talked about my thoughts about it on the show, but it's like, it's. It's a very interesting on the surface, I think, story. And it's like an investigative journalism type of dive into this Romanian, this this fire in Romania and the, the, just how it poked so many holes in the in the Romanian healthcare system and all this stuff. Really interesting on paper. To be honest, I finished the movie and I felt like I could have read an article and got the exact same amount of information from it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, w- I want to say something. Ness and I did see parts of that, though, because we saw it at a trailer where we were at the New York Film Festival. So mm-hmm. sorry. I just want to know. We, you we saw know a what trailer collective of the movie, so you've seen parts of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I've seen, I've seen parts of Dune and I've seen parts of No Time to Die and all these movies. And you don't watch trailers, so that's a big deal. <laughs> Touche. Um, but yeah, so I, I've seen three. I really liked another round. Um, and I think this is the, what the, what will win. I think another round will win. And I, I don't, I don't really see any upsets happening here. It, it's possible, but I mean, by very virtue of the fact that Thomas Vinterberg exactly. is nominated for I best was director, mention that, but yeah. because he's nominated for best director. I mean, it's like, that was a huge thing that they did that. And I don't know. Another round is just like, seems to be the international movie of the year that's really broken into the states and and there's a reason that you two have seen it and not any of the others you know what i mean yeah it seems to be uh one of the one of the the bigger locks to me when i look at this slate um but so you would omar is you would say another round is what you think should win as well no um i would actually take the bosnia and herzegovina entry um Covidus Ida. I'm not going to keep saying it because I'm just going to keep butchering it, so I'm just going to call it Ida. Um, you know, I don't want to talk too much about the movie because you guys haven't seen it, but it's a it's a really fantastic movie about um, you know, this 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 event, the, the, the genocide in the 90s that took place, and it's kind of one of those movies, I mentioned this in what I wrote about it, but it's like one of those movies where you know how it's going to end the entire time because mm. it's based off a historical event, and you know, we know the outcome, but those the best kinds of examples of those movies, I think, are the ones that make you still kind of fall into the trap of, of, you know, you're so invested in it, and you think, is there another way that this could conclude? When you know, and the ending is a gut punch, and I don't think that's a spoiler to say because it's like, you know, but it's it's a very very it's a pretty difficult movie to watch. I watched this and the father in the same day, which was two heavy heavy movies back to back. But it's really gotten one of the best central performances, uh, you know, for, I've seen in a, in a very long time. I think she could have been nominated for Best Actress, um, and it's a really, really, really great movie that I'm. You guys should definitely watch. I'm gonna watch Added, it tonight. Yeah, I would love to watch it tonight. Wow. Yeah. If, nice. if we get off, if we finish this early enough. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get around to it by Oscars, but I'd love to, and I will definitely watch it at some point. Um, all right. Well, also just one last thing on that note, I just want to say is like, 
you i was very impressed with how little historical knowledge i had to have of the bosnian genocide to be able to really get a lot out of that movie it, mm-hmm. it's it's very so it's a movie yeah. for me it's IR. Very, yeah it's um, I, yeah go ahead sorry go no no go i was gonna say it's very deft in how it presents information and it tells you everything you need to know and it's uh i don't think it really is too black and white but it it's black and white enough given the circumstances it's it's really good so very nice um, something on what's it called another round I'll, i will give another round credit for my favorite uh use of a song in a film for this for 2021 another uh what a life by scarlet pleasure is my top song so far of 2021 so thanks great to song. Great thanks scene. well thanks to the video compilation i saw and then to nice and then to another round for uh what a life what a life. Okay, sorry. Yep. That's, I've done the dance. I've, I've replicated the dance in front of the Columbia Heights Metro. Wow. I would hate to be one of those people that witnessed that. Amen. Support I get from this podcast. Unbelievable. Incredible. All I right. don't want it any other way. Next category, we're going to move on to best uh, documentary feature. Wait, wait, I have an omission. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, all good. Um, my omission is La Llorona. Uh, I was really hoping nice. this movie was going to get nominated, and I guess it makes talks. sense. Yeah, it makes sense that it didn't because it's a genre movie, and it's it's not really a horror movie. It's actually almost as much of a historical movie as uh, you know a, something like Collective. Like it's very much a movie about something, but it just happens to take a more allegorical approach to what it's what it's depicting, and. It, and, it, and in some ways it really does touch on a lot of the same topics I was literally just talking about with Ida like it's a movie about genocide it's a movie about um, uh, sort of like colonialism and yet it kind of just because of its approach I think and the way that it kind of handles that and it does it in, through this more like psychological thriller type of thing it's getting super overlooked but that's a really great movie uh, It's it would have been a Guatemalan entry mm-hmm. Um so La Llorona, I'm really sad to see didn't make it. But what are you uh, what are you knocking out for that one? Uh, I would definitely knock it out collective, um, personally. This nice. is easily my least favorite of the three. I've heard not so great things about Better Days, um, so I but I can't I can't comment on either of the other two. But definitely knock out collective. But something I do want to mention, I know we we think another round will win. Last year didn't end up happening this way, but people are like, Pain and Glory might take foreign film while Parasite takes everything else. So there might be a chance that happens while another round takes some, another award while K. Radis Ida. So you want to, you want to change only, your pick? It, it no, only got I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But, yeah, but it only got saying. Best Director. Yeah, I don't think that's going to... Yeah, I know, but... Occur. Sure, but like, I don't know. People are like, Pain and Glory might take this while Parasite takes the other words or something. Well, yeah, this is an impre- imprecise science and we have actually no, absolutely no idea what's actually going to happen on Sunday, um, obviously. Only one man knows. Only one man knows. Right, Ben Zalzmer knows. And uh, his picks are not out yet, but they will be probably tomorrow. So that's actually though he did. We did. We I just want to say real quick. Last year we did get it right when Ben didn't when it came to the best picture. But for who anyone? But it was very close. It was like a two percent. It was like a two percent difference that he had. He's like this. Yeah, he's like a statistics nerd who puts out his Oscar picks every year, and he's got like a million and one like you know sort of ways of tracking and things that he follows and trends and so he got 17 of the 21 categories right last year he's he does he does very well for himself um in these picks and you know we're 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 we're, we're fans of, of of ben we're fans of ben's yeah. so 
all right, let's move on to let's move on to documentary feature. Um, I will read us out the uh, the nominees. We have my octopus teacher, time, collective, crip camp, and the mole agent. Um, Omar, you wanna you wanna kick us off here? Uh, yeah, sure. I this is a tough for one for picking what will win because my octopus teacher is weirdly, I believe, the favorite, and I just yeah, it is. Have you seen I, it? No, but that just totally came out of nowhere because it's just like. I don't know. I've heard the movie's good, but it's like it's a weird just, film. It's just about a dude who's like obsessed with this octopus and like records an interview of himself talking about it. And there's a lot of cool underwater footage, but like, um, so I, I feel like my gut is to pick that, even though I, uh, I'm actually gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say Collective is gonna win, um, this year's. I mean, I really could okay. see it going. I could see it going Collective. I could see it going Octopus. I could see it going Time. Um. But I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I mean, this is one that I might get wrong, but I'll, I'll, you got to separate yourself from the pack somewhere. So you're going collective. Collective, yeah. Uh, if you want to about like what we think, are you? What, what do you want yeah. to do on Omar? Well, just go to all of them. Yeah, I mean, so Omar, what do you think? Uh, okay. Should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've only seen two, collective and time, and I like time a lot more. Time is really great. Uh, you know, me and Omid, I think both saw it sort of at the tail end of like right before we made our top tens. Yep. Um, probably pretty close to it was basically an honorable mention. I, it's a really great, very, very powerful movie, very stylistic, very beautifully presented. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that that's what should win given the, the nominations. Any uh, oh. any omissions? Mm, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't think it's 2020. So no, I don't think looking at the documentaries that I've seen, I don't think there's anything that I could throw in actually because what? Okay, not Jake Johnson. <laughs> oh my he god, he was gonna leave oh. it for me. He was he was oh teeing me up. But wow, that was literally probably the biggest brain fart I ever had on the show. Dick Johnson is dead. Is was my last my favorite movie of last year. Um, holy shit! It's literally because I just I'm I don't get how it's not here. How is it not in this list? It's a joke. So yes, Dick Johnson is dead. Holy shit, that's my favorite film of last year. It's a travesty that this movie is not nominated. Uh, I don't understand what they did wrong. Uh, it's a beautiful, if you haven't seen it, it's a beautiful, darkly comedic movie about a, a Kirsten Johnson documentarian chronicling sort of like the last moment, not moments, but last months, uh, weeks of, of her, her dad's life. Mm -hmm. um, as you know he's kind of dealing with like some like uh alzheimer's i think there's a dementia or something like that but is he he's got he's like he's kind of like yeah i don't know if they actually ever say exactly what they might know no, they ailment is. i think they do i'll check but it's like it's crazy because that sounds so morbid and so grim and just like oh god that sounds like terrible but it is such a lively energetic movie and it and it kind of does that and it talks about dementia. all these themes Sorry. of yeah dementia talks about all these themes of you know just kind of like living your life to the fullest and and uh sort of like chronicling things too like the movie is a is in some ways sort of just a an ode to his life mm -hmm. and and so uh, yeah it, a complete and utter abomination that it's not included and that i forgot it <laughs> it's crazy though i'm checking like it's other words it wasn't like like other big things like, it, it wasn't it, nominated it, at all no, anywhere in the 
I don't get it because people were talking about it. It was yeah, a big deal. It's on fucking Netflix, dude. Like it was readily, you know what I mean? Like it was pushed in front of people and it was regarded well by critics and people. Uh, I don't know. And they didn't bury it at all. I'll talk about a Netflix movie that got buried later on, but this, this was movie not was one. not buried at all. I know it was part of the For Your Consideration. It was very high on the list that like, very strange that, that it, whatever. Well, all right. I will, uh, I'll go next. So I have a confession to make. Not a confession, but I have not seen any of these five. Jeez uh, Louise. I saw I saw two wonderful documentaries last year, neither of which were nominated. And so that's uh it's a shame. It's it's kind of the way it goes. Um you hate to see it. Um but Omar already touched on uh Dick Johnson, which was uh, absolutely um wonderful. Um just if you have not seen that doc, I, I I really implore you to go see it. Just so the probably the most the, the personal film I've watched in quite a long time. Um, Kirsten, it, it's 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 very good. Um, and as Omar has already stated, uh, the fact that it was not nominated here is is pretty uh, unbelievable um, to me. And then um, I imagine Omid's going to talk about the other one that I, that I saw, but Boy State, another great doc oh, wow. uh, that was not nominated here, but another one that I kind of surprised wasn't again it, again it seems like the type of, of of film that maybe would get sort of uh like an oscar uh consideration but it didn't so with that being said uh, i don't know what should win and i don't have any i can't replace anything because i haven't seen any so my pick for what i think will win is it's gonna be um i'm gonna go with my octopus teacher just because I haven't seen any of them, and I just I know it's the favorite, so I just kind of have to hedge my bets here. It just seems like it's, a weird one to be. It's the a favorite. flip to me. I actually don't think Collective is going to win this one. Time, I think, has a very good shot at, at winning this one. I think Time, but I'm going to go and lock in my pick of, of my octopus teacher. But um, don't you think there's something to be said about Collective being nominated for international and documentary? Absolutely, and it wouldn't surprise me if if it won. But mm-hmm. I, I I think it's. It's a kind of a toss-up between Octopus Teacher and Time, and then Collective would be like an upset. Um, that's kind of how oh, I view it. Last didn't last year, Honey. Oh, Honeyland did win. Dude, I mean, it's again, there's you know. Well, but it was not, Honeyland, or... no, Honeyland was nominated for best documentary and best international, and it won best documentary but not international. So, Omar might be on the right track. Could be. We'll, we'll find out. Omid, why don't you uh, send us home here? <laughs> I almost. I almost had an Omar brain fart because I totally forgot Boyd State. But thank you for not making me forget. That's, mm-hmm. um, Happy to help. So I've seen actually two as well, but I've seen a different two than Omar. I've seen Time, like you said, and I've seen, I actually seen my Octopus Teacher. Um, I forgot about that, yeah. It is a, I didn't review it. I thought it was a fun, I thought it was, it's a nice film. It's a beautiful film. Why did you watch it? Like what compelled you? Uh, my mom wanted to watch it. Nice. I said family. This is when I was still at home. Um, yeah, my mom wanted to watch it, and then actually a friend rec- watched it with her family. She's like, "Yeah, you should watch this with your family tonight." And I was like, "Okay." It was, it was, it was. It's, it's a good story. It's kind of weird. It's beautiful. It's very nice to look at. And we had, a, we just got like in, in put input on new TV, so it was actually kind of cool to see all those like nature and stuff. But yeah, it's just not. It's Netflix really also. I feel like put this was. I don't know if it was word of mouth, but I. I don't really check Netflix's like top ten ever, 
but I feel like this is up, always up there whenever I open Netflix. Um, but I like Time a lot more than I liked uh, Collective. Not, not mm-hmm. I didn't watch Collective. I mean, Mike was teacher. Uh, time I thought was, I really, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but I loved it in the last 10 minutes. I think, yeah. like, I, it didn't hit me. Like, the emotions, I'm, I'm a very, what's the word? Like, when I watch films, I'm not emotional. Like, I'm smiling maybe, or, but like, I don't cry in movies. But like, I was near the verge of tears for the last 10 minutes. But for the whole, rest of the film it didn't, there wasn't much emotional connection until then but I liked time a lot of those really well documented I think all the flashbacks and found footage and um, just going with the kids like talking about the the, fam- the, the children's lives be- before and after was super well done um, so I do think with that I do think time will win um, so this is a good three wow. minutes. All so, three of us are different. This is a, yeah, so I this is going to be a big category. I think time will win. Um, what I want to win is time. And what I would add in place of my octopus teacher, because I, would, I don't want to take away time, is Boy State. Um, with Dick Johnson as dad as, uh, as a runner behind there. Because I have Dick Johnson and dad and Boy State above time, but at a select time, but yeah, Boy State it would be my replacement, which I'm honestly really, really shocked. Right when, when Boy State came like... out, or Boy State came out, that was a front runner. Yeah. Hmm. Hashtag was, the I'm... Academy hates A24. Also, it's well, because A24, you know, doesn't want a campaign, dude. So also, they're not also, gonna play ball. Also, it's Apple TV. So let's also maybe it's because of that too. Could be. But yeah, so all right, that is my before pick we for move Black on. Runner. Can I say one more thing before we move on to the next? Yeah, category? yeah, sure. I would be remiss. If I didn't say I, this wasn't my pick, obviously, but Mayor is also fantastic, and I, I feels like just I don't it's know. Like, yeah, sure, but also just like it feels like the kind of movie that that just wouldn't get nominated because mm-hmm. of politics, right. and it's such a shame because it's not even a. It's not that the movie's apolitical, but it's like the movie very much takes a a certain approach to portraying the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and it doesn't just say this guy bad this guy good mm-hmm. and it's a shame that that movie is not getting more recognition because it's really really nuanced and really just wonderful uh, i i i mean you watched it right oh you never gave no. me the link bud oh i can't did a, oh so you have it. it no you never sent it to me oh okay i'll send it to you um, all right well let's um it's late. we're gonna move now moving on to our screenplay categories uh, let's start with original and so the nominees for best original screenplay are sound of metal minari judas and the black messiah promising young woman and the trial of the chicago seven um i guess it's, it's my turn to kick us off i've seen all five of these movies so this is this is a fun one it's a very interesting category to me um because i think i know I thought I knew what I was going to pick for what um, what what will win. I kind of went back on it, but you know what? You're right. Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through with it. Um, I think what is going to win is uh, promising young woman. Um, I think that is going to win the Oscar. 
Um, I'm very confident it's going to either be that or Trial. I think it's a two-man race here. This, you know, this is the um, first time all Best Original Screenplay nominees are up for Best Picture. Really? Yeah, I, I'm doing research right now, so. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so um, so I guess we'll we'll talk about these movies in more depth when we get to Best Picture. So I won't I won't uh, you know, drone on about my feelings towards each of these films. But I think Promising Young Woman is going to win the Oscar. What I think should win the Oscar here, and I don't even think it's very close. Well, actually, I think it's a toss up again for what should win. It's neither of the two that are the front runners. I think it it. it the fact that it's not going to be one of Judas and the Black Messiah or Sound of Metal is is wild to me. Um, I think both of those movies are written so well. Um, Judas, specifically in the, in the way that we have the cat and mouse game that we're playing here, uh, we are working on so many different levels in that movie. The writing in, in that film is phenomenal. And then Sound of Metal uh, is just that movie. Everything about that movie is, is phenomenal. I'm going to go ahead and say what I think should win is Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, nice. Just the, the skill to write that and to to give us Lakeith Stanfield's character not be a total, like, shitbag who gets Fred Hampton killed, right? To to every character written in, 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 in that film. Even uh, fucking Plemons's uh, FBI agent, right? Is, is, is just super well-written right. and actually yeah. fleshed out. You know what I mean? Like, not just there to, to be a punching bag or, or just there to move plot along you get really good background on all of these people. So I think Judas and the Black Messiah should win because um, I think it was, to me, probably the second best screenplay I saw all, all of last year. Um, now I have one I get to... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I do have an omission here. I have a pretty crazy omission. I think it was the best screenplay of last year. I've read this screenplay twice now, and I think it is what the hell? so, so good. Um, just the way that this movie this this movie was written, but I love everything about this movie. So uh, the the fact that Eliza Hitman's never rarely, oh, sometimes, yeah. always was not nominated. I mean, it doesn't surprise me in, in 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 anything. Spoiler alert: This is not the the only time I'm going to talk about that film on this episode. Um, but that movie, I'll get into why that movie didn't get nominated later. Um, but this the screenplay. Please, do. I mean, if you if you have any interest in reading screenplays, read this fucking screenplay. I think it's I think it's so so good. You want to talk about like feeling the movie through the pages? That movie bleeds every ounce of of its of its passion and of its its personality through the pages of that screenplay. Um, you know, that's really that's really interesting because I really like I love that movie, but when I think of the movie itself, I wouldn't imagine that the screenplay would be like to me like just conceptually i would imagine the screenplay would be kind of a bit more bare bones and, mm -hmm. and where she fills in the gaps is in how she directs the movie and how she directs the actors it, and um, i thought the same exact thing before i read it. i was reading it i was going to read it because i just i love the movie so much and I, and I stumbled across it. i was like fuck it i'm going to read it and i felt the same way because it's it's when you watch the movie a lot of the mastery in the movie is the framing of the shots right the 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 lingering that we have just the camera stays just a, just a, just a just a beat longer than it probably than you think it might sh it should when we're looking at our characters and and it, it, it's it's beautifully shot and you're right the direction of the, the acting but th these characters are written so well it, it makes total sense to me why Sidney Flanagan was able to put in that performance in her first performance ever when you have such a wonderfully written character and just just very good um, and so I would nominate that and I would take out 
Trial of the Chicago Seven. Wow. Um, as a screenplay. <laughs> I knew. I, I like that was coming. Dude, I, I like that movie. Reaction. I, I, knew, a... I knew Nox was going to say that. I knew Omar was going to react that way. And God, did that, was that? Can you I, explain it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I, I am a defender of that. I love that movie. We've talked about this. I, it was in my top ten of the year. I adore, I adore Sorkin. And you're totally fair. The, the screenplay deserves so much more than the direction that it gets from Sorkin. Yeah. This is not an indictment on that screenplay. It's, I love the others. I li- like Minari, a movie that I didn't love, but I liked. The things I didn't really like about it didn't have a whole lot to do with, with the writing. I, I think same that movie thing with Promising Young re- Woman. And then Promising Young Woman, we've talked about that movie that still scrambles my mind on, on, on what I think about it. And you can talk about Carrie's performance kind of like carrying it. But no, I, I think for what it is, it is written so well, and we're talking about an original screenplay. That's a fucking original ass movie, dude. For for if you like it or you hate it, you you cannot say that that movie does not just take a swing, right? It it, it like did 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 she write it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emerald Road. That's that's what I thought. And so she had this concept, she had this idea, and she conceptualized it, and she put it on a paper, and, and whatever you think about how it was executed or the fact that it exists. I think it's so original, and so I love screenplays like that. Even though the movie didn't do a whole, it didn't totally work for me. So I can't, I can't knock it out. And I already told you that the other, I love the other two. So it is not an indictment on the screenplay. The screenplay of Trial is wonderful. It's the best part of that movie. And Sorkin, for for even though I loved it, I can I can see the flaws. All come from his directing. I didn't have the problems with the acting that that you did, and I'm sure we'll get into that into that later. Oh boy, um, will we? Yeah, but. So that's the only reason why. It has nothing to do with that screenplay. I think this is a very strong crop of screenplays. But I would have loved to see Never Rarely uh, get a get a nod here. I think it deserved a nod. Didn't get it. No shocker. But so that's my that's my pick. Promising Young Woman is going to take it. Omid. Yeah. Hi. Nice to see you too. Um, what? So <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. My, my allergies have gotten worse because I have my window open. Um. So for best original screenplay, what I would like to win, I'm gonna do it out of order. Uh, I think I'm not a sophisticated man. I gotta pay attention more to writing. My writing sucks, so I just watch films for. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, best original, I would do. Uh, I think Sound of Metal. Yeah. Will Will win? No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm unique. I, I thought I, we're doing, I, I we're, doing will, we're doing should, will should okay, omission. Okay. All right. Sheesh. All right. Sheesh. <laughs> um, will. Fuck. Do I want to be a contrarian or do I want to be right? Um. That's I'm gonna have to agree with you here. No. Fuck. Yeah, I think promising young women. Oh, what'd you say? You said promising young women, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do Promising Young Women as well. I think that will win. I think the Oscars will pat itself on its back for doing something, like congratulating itself for awarding a film about like yeah. sexual assault like an and yeah. exactly. Like, and they won't reward it for anything else. So this will be there. Hey, great job, guys. We 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 care about women and sexual harassment. So that's why I think uh, Promising Young Women will win original screenplay. I have I don't I haven't really talked about Promising Woman a lot. I don't have a review for it. The discussions I've had with people, I've stayed quiet. Um, I, I still don't know. How, like, that's like you said. I still don't know how I feel about that movie. I think it was 
good. I do have there's a lot of issues with it, but I think it was good overall. I think give it a three and a half. I think. Um, what I would like to win, I, I, I already spoiled it, is Sound of Metal. Um, I think what it, what it like it's it's not a it's not it's, it is really not like a talk heavy not talk but like it's not a lot of like dialogue and there is a good amount of dialogue but it's a lot of sign language and the fact that it's able to use the two and use a lot of sound in the sense of replacing words i think was super super extraordinary and so i would choose uh sound of metal as my my what i would like to see win um i've seen all five of these films as well so this is a nice pick and choose um Actually, you know what I would replace it with, which I'll talk about later on. Replace what with? I'm gonna. I would replace trial as well. Wow. This makes why no is, sense. Why is that a wow? Because if liked, you guys, if you guys love the movie as much as you do, yeah, but I liked, you don't love I, it for Aaron Sorkin's direction. Hey, you heard my reasoning. <laughs> well, because I think, well, I like Minari more than I like Trial. I liked. Just because you like the movie more doesn't mean you like the screenplay more. Well, I, I. I valid and obviously it's all very technical but i'm just saying in the case of trial of chicago 7 in particular nobody comes out of that movie being like wow aaron sorkin directed the shit yeah. out of that movie like no dude that's an, that's an awesome just, screenplay like, my, yeah i don't know but these are all great screenplays i'm not saying any of these are not bad in that sense like these are all very deserving awards i would just like to see becker out here instead of uh i will i have to kick out sound of metal because i didn't think that's my best uh i don't know which one i'd replace with but i have the chance of replacing one i would replace back out with one of these okay and kick one out he said choose trial he kicked he kicked trial oh you say trial all right all right choose for me yeah dude exactly. he, picked trial. he didn't he didn't pick. okay i'll pick trial for you because it should be the one that gets booted yeah uh, thank you yeah so <laughs> all right omar finish finish this off because back it out well i'll talk more about back out later um yeah i agree great screenplay uh good pick uh, I think that we're going to have a three-peat here because I think that Promise Young Woman will win Best Original Screenplay. Um, and uh, film, filmation film, guys. Woo! What's yep. wrong with that? So, uh, that? <laughs> um, and I will also go ahead and say that Promise Young Woman should win Best Original Screenplay. Uh, I think... Now there's the film nation. That's a film nation flag right there. <laughs> sure, and and so like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't really know if I wanted to do this. Uh, like, <laughs> like this whole like. No, nah, we're just giving you shit. I'm not biased because what Obviously. I can say with full confidence is they that all get, I, if you didn't know, they all get bonuses once any, any Oscar they get. Just kidding. I, that's a disclaimer. We'll disclaim all this. <laughs> uh, what I will say is that I saw reviewed talked about my enjoyment Matt. of this movie before i had any affiliation and i i have not touched my review i've not changed a word about it my opinion is still my opinion i think that there are, are problems with the movie but i think if you want to talk about a nuss was saying a daring screenplay taking a swing doing something that it knows full well it's going to be polarizing as hell mm -hmm. and it's going to like piss some people off but it's also gonna resonate with a lot of people. And that movie has done that in spades. And I respect the hell out of it for that because you know, a lot of people are saying, why is Promising Young Woman nominated for all these Oscars? It doesn't feel like an Oscar movie. It feels like kind of a B movie. Like it's got this weird schlocky tone to it, all this stuff. I love that this is, I love that Oscar movies aren't just, you know, old Most people yeah. yearning anymore. Like that's like, well, it's like, 
people always complain about that it's like the Oscars like get period stale love and, stories. Yeah, like period love stories. Like shit like this. Like like th- these Oscars, say what you will about the Academy and the Academy Awards and whatever. These Oscars really did like say, hey, we're going to give Sound of Metal a bunch of nominations. We're going to give Promising Young Woman a bunch of nominations. These are not traditional Academy Award movies. So very cool to see. Uh, and I, yeah, like I said, I just think I just think it's a really bold movie. Not everything about it works, but I think it's the best script of these. And um, if we're going to talk about an omission, you know, my sort of equivalent of the never rarely, sometimes always for Nuss, right down to the fact that it's kind of creepy. I've also read this screenplay um, and I like just not something that I normally go out of my way to do for movies that I like, but uh, I'm thinking of ending things is, is what I would have included in this category uh, easily. How is that screenplay? I feel like that screenplay is bonkers. It's bonkers. I mean, you've read, you've seen the movie, but it's like, it's, it's, it's all there. Like everything is, is there. You know what I mean? That's like, fucking sweet. Yeah, that's of awesome. Of course, because it's like it's Kaufman, dude. Like, uh, say what you will about the guy. He's pretentious. He's whatever. He's self indulgent. He is such a brilliant writer, and he's like, his writing really reflects mm-hmm. just like just the intricacy of a story like this. And and it goes to show like when that movie comes together in full fruition, like it's all on the pages. You know, you said the same thing for Never Really, Sometimes Always. So, love, love, love that pick. Even though uh, the movie, my famous was a movie or different, I love that pick as a screenplay. So yeah, I would put that in. I would get rid of Trial of Chicago Seven. I've already made my thoughts clear about that movie. I, I, I think it's easily the worst of, of sort of the the Oscar like the movies that garnered a, a multiple nominations. You know, we'll get into it more with with in more specific. I'm sure we will. All right. Um, well, that was original screenplay. Why don't we uh, move over to adapted screenplay? Our nominees are Nomadland, The Father, One Night in Miami, The White Tiger, and Borat Subsequent Movie Film. Uh, Delivery of Prodigy's Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Very true. You think they're going to read the whole thing? They're definitely not, Yes, yes. They're not going to read that. I don't even think that is, I think that's like the secondary That is what's on the Academy website. Oh, is it really? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. We'll read it. Oh, that's that's phenomenal. So, Um, wait, so I just... I just wait for so so where is so I know Nomadland's a book, the Father One Night in Miami plays, White Tiger. Where's where's it that adapted from? I don't know what the White Tigers it's an adapted Indian from. film. I could be wrong. I'm gonna. One no, Night said, obviously it, was. It's a, uh, I'll check. So what is your question? I mean, there. No, I meant where's so where's uh Borat? Like where's that being adapted from? I mean, great question. I don't know. It, does it qualify as adapted because it's adapted from the first one? Is that like a thing? So I'm, I'm checking the right. Yeah, now. I was right. It's an Indian novel. Okay. It is, and and then not Borat. It's the, ca- the not, character, not Borat. No, so Borat is adapted the character. The character. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So does that is that just a like? Would any sequel be an adapted screenplay? I guess must be. Yes, yeah, must right? be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Anyone have any interest in going first? Should I... no. Go for it. Okay. Cool. Um, so I will, I'll kick us off. What I think is going to win. <sighs> another, another tough one. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick the father. I think the father is gonna is gonna take this one home. Um, He's just sorry, I forgot. For all your all you uh you betting heads, that's a that's actually a dog. First dog I've taken today. That's a nice dog. Plus three hundred. So, 
be all over that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the father. Um, Are you finally going to dispel your thoughts on this movie now? Because neither of us know how you felt about it. No, but what I <laughs> what I will do, I think we should review this movie. So I want Omid to watch it first, and then I think we should review that. What, should I watch this, or, uh, or which one should I watch tonight? That or Kid Does Ida? Jesus, just call it Ida, man. Um... <laughs> I, I I don't know. Watch Flip them a both. Coin, dude. They're both phenomenal. Um, my That's reasoning for, for picking this for, for screenplay, will uh, uh, it'll come into play later. I'll explain later. But I think that this is a good spot. I think the father is going to win. I think it's going to have a fine night, and I think this is a good spot for it to win. I do not foresee Nomadland coming out of here with, like, five wins. And so um, this is just kind of like a strategic play for me. It says nothing about what I think of the screenplays between the two films. I just... Uh, feels like a spot where they're going to give it to the father if the father also i just think it's going to win now is it really much of an underdog because i'm checking now well it says i don't know what 17 five, oh five wow is. i made it i made a poopsie what'd you I do fucked up what'd you do i'm thinking of anything that's not an original screenplay it's an adapted screenplay. it is adapted so. it is adapted from the the, 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 the irish guy right the yeah novel. like i entered great point no, sorry so make boom. my original screenplay pick Forget everything I said and apply that to at the end of this. Make my original screenplay pick Possessor. That's fine. great pick. Was was literally thinking about it. Phenomenal pick. Awesome yeah. film. Awesome. Would I have qualified for this one? This year's? Yeah. Yeah. It would have. Mm-hmm. But it's just like but there's the no kind way. of movie that would that never movie, in a million years get nominated for a single for Oscar. A- anything. Um, not even effects, even though that that movie had the single best visual effects to me. It all of last yeah. year. Uh, but so I'm gonna go father. What I think should win here and this is a tough one what do i so i haven't seen one night in miami and i haven't seen the white tiger so i can't really comment on either of those so i'm gonna go ahead and say what i think should win this is this is this is really tough i can't I guess I'm going to say Nomadland, but I don't feel very strongly about it. Either way, I don't feel very strongly about it. I don't think the screenplay is the best part of that of that film. Um, or The Father. Uh, if either of them win, I'll be, I'll be fine with it. I don't think Borat should win um, of the three that I've seen. Um, and then in terms of an omission, that is a, a great great one and i have been going back and forth and like do i want to do anything but i am going to go ahead and your i'm thinking of ending things is a phenomenal one and i almost want to do that because again my thoughts on the movie aside the the way that movie is is written i think is is quite nice um and i think it's 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 a marvel of a of a screenplay but i'm I'm going to go, I'm going to replace Borat because that movie, what is the fucking screenplay on that movie? You know what I mean? It's like, it's the scripted pieces of that film, which were the worst part of the film. Tell me how this movie got not, is not only know. got nominated for best screenplay. Dude, didn't it win the globe for best screenplay? I think so. Or comedy, yeah. I, I really like the movie, but I don't I like the movie too. What but... is it? Like, I guess, you know, that speaks to our possessor thing, like. Is could that movie not get nominated in a million years? Is it just because Borat is so political? Like I don't really understand because this movie sticks out like a sore thumb. Like yes, both the 
predecessor, the first Borat and this were like well reviewed critically, but Academy Awards for Academy screenplay? Awards for screenplay, whatever. But so I'm going to replace Borat with Lee Winnell's The Invisible Man. Um, nice, great pick. I think that phenomenal not, pick. Not only is that movie awesome, again, Elizabeth Moss takes that movie over, but that movie, the screenplay. I mean, it it it. It's so tense. It's such a it's such a tense film, um, and it doesn't have to rely on like really shitty, like cheap horror tricks. Um, and I think that says something about the way that it was written. Um, and so, I think that that I would have loved to have seen that film get nominated um, instead of um, our friend our friend Borat. Um, but so, that's that's what I got. Oh me. Yeah. Um... What I think will win. So I, I yeah, I think Nomad will. Mm. God, maybe we should go for the upset here. Maybe I go for the upset. You're just gonna follow my footsteps. No. Join so us. I've I've seen three of these. I've seen Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and Borat. So it's a great movie film. <laughs> <sighs> thanks for the thanks for the addition. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go one night Miami with uh, will win, and is what I want to win. Mm-hmm. I really like Nomadland, um, but again, like Nash said, I don't think it's the best. The screenplay is not the best thing about this movie. Uh, so, well, actually, no, I take it back. I do think Nomadland will win, but I oh want one night. Okay. It's not that. It's, Lock uh, it in. Oh, backs, Lock backspace it. three. Backspace three words, and then right in. Don't don't like on me. Yeah, because I do think Nomadland. I think people would applaud like the fact that. That incorporates uh, whatever. I'm not going to go into why I think I'll win. I'll go into why I like One Night in Miami. It is the same. The, the the playwright who wrote One Night in Miami adapted it for the movie as well, and I think he does a great job. Again, it's a very there's not much action in One Night in Miami. It's the words that carry the movie and the fact that you're enga- I was engaged for the whole two hours just with our conversations, just with this each 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 uh, historical figure getting their own spotlight through their conversations captured my attention and that's what I would love to see win but I don't think it will win definitely under they're not getting enough awards Omar I, I don't know if you agree with that sentiment I know you've watched one night of Man and you liked it a lot as well um, what I would want to replace I don't, I'm just trying to find other films that were adapted like I don't think I, what's another, I don't think I've seen another adapted. If you don't have, I mean, you know, I'm not going to have one for every category. Yeah, I'm just checking. I, mm-hmm. I've i checked other films. Yeah, so I don't have one here because I don't know any yeah. others. Unless Omar comes up with one I totally forgot about. Hmm. All right, Omar, what do you, what no, you I got? Mean, I, already, I already gave mine for my omission. So, so. Oh, yeah, you did. What's um, going to win? So, yeah, what I think will win, I this is just going to be a, a pick with my heart because I do think there's a chance Nomadland wins this for some godforsaken reason because Nuss literally the exact criticism that you applied to Borat you could take out of context and apply to Nomadland is the exact same thing what are the worst parts of those movies or of Nomadland the scripted parts disagree. it's the same exact okay, sure, I disagree too but sure okay. okay you disagree but you're telling me that we the, disagree, Omar. We disagree. the original, the, the the nomads, the 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 real life conversations that take place are less interesting than 
than the fictional stuff that Chloe Zhao wrote for it? I don't know. Interesting question, huh? I don't think that you would be comfortable saying that you're more interested in the fictional aspects, but we'll I'll let you off the hook. Thanks, buddy. We don't need to compare anyway, and contrast. My two <laughs> what is this, a courtroom? Just <laughs> go to law um, school here. But ironically, yeah, my so I've seen everything but the white tiger for this category and the two that I, you know, am kind of battling between for what I would, or sorry, what I think will win and what I would like to win um, are the two that, like you said, Omid, one is Kemp Powers adapted from his own uh, play. Florian Zeller also adapted The Father from his own play. So kind of cool to see like how those movies, you know, someone taking their own work from a different medium and sort of bringing it to, to film and what they did with it. In terms of just the writing itself, I'm going to say that I think the father will win. Um, and it's very, very close. But I'll give the edge to One Night in Miami for what I think uh, should win because I love both of those movies. Um, but One Night in Miami just sticks out to me because I was really like, I was really just like hanging on to the words in that movie. Like the dialogue, it was really gripping. It kind of presented many different perspectives on similar issues and managed to not sort of make it obvious whether as a writer i i embody in on this perspective and i think this perspective is wrong you know what i mean like it mm -hmm. didn't feel like there was a bias and it felt like i myself as a viewer was kind of switching back and forth and saying oh well i agree with what sam cook is saying and no i agree with what malcolm x is saying and i mean because those were the two that were kind of most at odds in that movie um so yeah i i would say that that's my my personal pick is, is one night in miami okay and then i already said my omission is thinking, thinking of it. anything wonderful all right well let's uh moving on now to our acting categories we'll start supporting we'll start with the with the ladies uh so we'll we'll start off with best supporting actress and so our, i got it if you, want you got it. it oh yeah go not the nominees are Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. I, Why are you laughing? I, that's going to win. It's that's Glenn Close. Win. Would you throw some respect? Okay, you know. I agree. Glenn Close is wonderful. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And Yoo Jung Yun for Minari. Wonderful. You want to you wanna kick us off? Sure. Um... This one was a really interesting one to look at the betting odds for because they were really not what I was expecting. Um, apparently, insider info for you guys, even though I think Nas, you might already know this. Uh, Yoo Jung Yun is the favorite. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. And I did not see that coming in a million years. I thought it was like really awesome that they nominated her and and everything, but just didn't didn't strike me as like what was going to happen, especially because I think Maria Bakalova's had a lot of talk about her and then you know they've, they've been campaigning man to see for hard so this one kind of can go in a lot of directions i am going to say i think they might give this to maria bakalova mm -hmm. um and that's probably the odds are probably against me again this might be one that that shoots me in the foot when it comes to like she's not she's second i mean hey it's not a bad pick yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's been so much talk around her. And, and honestly, 
90% of the talk of the movie has been about her, whether it was the Rudy Giuliani thing or mm -hmm. just her performance in general. And how Dude, she I think she it. might get the award just for the Rudy Giuliani scene. It's very possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was such a widely publicized thing and it was so, you know, talked about in the media. So I, I could totally see that happen. I think that's what will win. Um, what should win? I If you had asked me yesterday before I had seen The, the Father, I would have said Maria Bakalova. But Olivia Coleman is so damn good in this movie. Um, and I think that, that of these options, I think that she's my pick for who should win. It's interesting they call her supporting because I, I honestly, just based on the movie itself, I kind of would have thought that she... Some of them are weird. Dude. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to the actor categories. But like, yeah. the, what they choose to campaign people in is is a mystery to well, me. Well, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't always make a whole lot of sense. So... I, I don't know, you know, but but for that one, I I think that um, I think that Olivia Coleman was really good. Did she just like no, so you just watched the movie. She makes crying look natural on film. Like actors, actors can't do that. What, like, a, what, what an actor! I mean, it's they just... gotta like blink a bunch of times. You're like, you guys like, need their eyes to watch Fleabag. She is incredible in that show. Olivia Coleman, incredible. Like, I absolutely love her as an actress. You need to watch Fleabag. Incredible Olivia, you're show. Olivia Coleman is in Fleabag. I didn't know that. Yes, she oh, is. I also did not. She's she's like, she's really funny. The whole show is incredible. One of my favorite shows, past ten years. But she's incredible in that show as well. Sorry. Yeah, I uh, I Fleabag. probably should because I love Olivia Coleman and I I love the favorite and I, she's great in everything I see her in. Um, you got a sub? Yeah, I do have a sub. I guess. This is not one I feel necessarily like super strongly about, but um, I would actually throw in Olivia Cook from Sound of Metal. Um, she's really she's got a pretty minimal role, but she Beautiful. really is very good in this movie. And obviously, all the attention is on Riz and Paul Racy. But don't overlook her work in this movie. She's really good in the scenes that she's given, especially mm -hmm. I would say in the last. 15 minutes i mean really that one scene uh, that they have sort of a conversation in bed mm -hmm. and it's this really emotional heart-to-heart -heart scene and i was like wow she's good so i would take her and <laughs> i mean i'd throw out glenn close if i could but i haven't seen the movie um so i'll throw out amanda seyfried she's good she's she's quite good in the movie actually um but i think it's more a reflection of my feelings on the movie itself just you know, she does what she can, but I would I would get rid of her. Okay. Uh, I'll go I'll go next. Unless Omid, you want to? Um. You need time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna go. I am. I'm gonna say Yu Jung Yoon is going to win this. I feel pretty strongly about that. I think she's got this. Um, Maria de Maria. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna shock me if she doesn't Maria, win this one. Maria. Um, who should win? Uh, I'm gonna echo omar coleman should win and i don't even think it's it's, it's very close um it's actually interesting i mean none of these so i haven't seen mank um i've seen half of hillbilly elegy and then i've seen borat minari um i bakalova is is good in the movie but she's actually i really don't love her scenes in, in the film has nothing to do with her acting but just hers were kind of like my least favorite parts of the movie and so mm -hmm. i kind of attribute that to her unfairly so i understand that but so i don't really th the praise that she's getting is kind of blowing my mind 
And I think it's the commitment. I think that's why. She's yeah, totally, so totally understandable. I agree. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I get it, but it's just, it's just kind of surprising to me because when I think of phenomenal like supporting actress uh, performances, I don't know, hers doesn't really come to mind. And, and Yoon is is, is is good in the movie, but not like, I don't know, that movie just is good, and what nothing about that movie kind of excelled for me. Um, now, I do have an uh, an omission. It's an omission. It's not one that I can be. Omar's pick is phenomenal. That's my other pick. I think she's, again, she's in the movie not for not much of it, but she looms over it very much, and she's she's very good. Um, am I allowed to eliminate Glenn Close? I've only seen half of the film. Yeah, sure. Okay. I've seen half of that movie. It is. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm sorry. And, and I don't do that often. I really don't, like, turn movies off and, like, not finish them. But this was, like, I didn't want to watch it anyway. I had, like, walked into a friend's apartment and they were watching it. They were, like, 30 minutes in. <laughs> and I watched, like, an hour of it. And I went to sleep. And I was, like, laying there. I was, like, I, I just cannot watch any more of this. And Close was... I'm going to say it. I don't think she was very good. Not yeah. bad. But I don't think she was very good in the movie. I don't think any any of the performances in that movie were good at all and i think the screenplay was terrible I mean, even that, amy no and, and i love amy she, she wasn't that good and the guy playing fucking jd vans i don't know who the fuck he was was driving me up a goddamn wall and that character drives me up a goddamn wall and i'm not gonna talk, i'm not gonna talk more so i'm going to to replace uh glenn close um with one of my is it supporting i don't know the, it's very blurred right but i'm gonna call i'm gonna call this performance supporting because don't, there's don't. just only one lead but take it from uh, me. I'm gonna go with uh, Dylan Galula in sure. Shithouse. Um, Shithouse was one of my favorite films of last year, and obviously, like super, so ridiculously under the radar. I wouldn't expect any any sort of Oscar buzz ever for anything like that. But she is my favorite part of the film. Her character is phenomenal. Her performance is so so good. It 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 it, it drives the whole fucking movie. Oh my god! And I've seen that movie what twice, three times now, and like. Her her character, her she's so talented. She's so good. Like I I, I hope Does that she just she's play like off. I don't know much about the movie. Like it's about like a kid in college. Is she it's like a, a love so, interest? Right. So Cooper Cooper Rafe wrote the movie, directed the, <laughs> directed the movie, and stars in the movie. And then he plays kind of a fictionalized version of himself, a college oh, kid wow. named named Alex. And yes, he he, he um, Dylan is is plays plays a girl named Maggie who is a love interest of his. Um, and she is just, I don't know. She's just, it's just, it's just so good. And she's in like, she has like some small roles. Like she was in, she was in her smell. If, if anyone saw the Alex Ross Perry film, um, she has like a small role in that as a band member. One of the bands yeah. that Elizabeth Moss's characters kind of, uh, interacts with. Um, but I, I hope I hope this girl is Olivia Cook in that movie too. Blows up in, she in one her, of the band members in her smell. Yeah. I don't think so. I think so. Really? I don't know. I'll check Looking, right now. Yeah, check. I, I I don't remember her being in it. Um, but I hope this girl blows up, man, because she is just that role is 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 perfect for her, and and it's just the little things. What I love about that movie are the little interactions, the 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 faces that they make at each other. It's 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 just like they're having a con they're having conversations, and and it's a look that that Dylan gives gives Cooper, and and just gets lost in the words that she's saying. It's a wonderful performance. It's one of my favorite things about the movie, which I loved. So I, that's who I would have nominated. Um, but, of course, that's not anywhere near the realm of possibility. But Dylan Galula and Shithouse, bravo, bravo. Uh, well done. So she, was, <laughs> she wasn't she was in her smell. Uh, yeah. 
She, but I did find out Olivia Cook was the girl in Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Like she's a great it. movie. Whoa, no, she would love that movie. I know. I've been trying to find it. It's not on anything. I can't get it. Surfer. Anyways, it's not. Um, so Sorry. I think I'm gonna. We're gonna have three different picks here because I think the Oscars does typical Oscar. You don't go. You don't Glenn. Yeah, I think they they they're not gonna let 2018 where Olivia. I'm not. I didn't watch. But everyone was like, "Oh, Glenn Close is finally gonna win." And Dude, it could totally be a lifetime achievement award. You know they love. What, you know they love doing that, that and this is this is prime. And there's no yeah. other. You're right. There's no other performance that is like screaming like, exactly. "Oh, I need to win in this category." So, so I I haven't seen Hillbilly. I don't think I ever will. But I do think this is a lifetime achievement award. They this is the shoe in lifetime achievement award. So I do think Glenn Close will win. So I've only seen two of these movies, or like two of these performances. It's Maria and what's her name? Uh, fuck. You John Yoon? Oh, you Yeah, yeah. And I liked. Uh, I I would want to see Yoo Jung Yoon win for South Korean mm-hmm. actress to win. So that's my want to win. My replacement. <laughs> oh, this is annoying that I have to replace. But Maria, I'd replace with. Uh, Talia Ryder from uh, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Phenomenal think, pick. Phenomenal I, pick. Thank you. I think uh, <laughs> I think her, I loved, I really did like um, Sidney Flanagan's performance, but I don't think it's gets, it gets elevated to that level without Talia's mm-hmm. uh, supporting role and supporting and her help and her guidance throughout the movie so that's a, that's a great point that that you just made there like a, a support what is like the, the the role of a supporting actor or actress right and it like it brings in like that, that conversation is it's, it to elevate i don't know if it is but it's i think elevate, but it's if also, you i think it depends on the year so i totally forgot who won last year but when i checked i was like well absolutely she should have won laura Dern carried married i won't say carrying mary's story but her, she was a very important part anytime of, of but, no, but anytime she was on that film i was like my, this bad bitch is coming out and yeah fucking shit up and so no, I, I i i totally hear you i you know yeah, I think and, and i'm not on, saying you're wrong for for thinking about the way i mean it's yeah. it's either I think team. it depends on the film it does but i agree talia is totally elevates flanagan and elevates not only that but but the whole movie yeah, yeah exactly my, all of my favorite scene almost all of my favorite scenes in that movie aside from my favorite scene of the year have to do with her yeah every single one and she is you're like right. the holding hands it's the, it's the second and, best scene it's yeah. phenomenal um, so great. Yeah. Love that, Omid. Well Thank done. you. I've been getting a lot of great picks recently, so tells uh, you. All right. Well, that's a good one. We got three different three different picks there. That one and Doc are going to be the real uh, bellwethers here, probably, because I, I don't know how different we're going to be on the rest of these, but let's go to supporting actor now. Um, we have Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> this is a funny one. Lakeith Stanfield from Judas and the Black Messiah. Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of the Chicago 7. Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. So can I say something? Go ahead. Kick us how, off. How can we uh, – so so we have Judas and the Black Messiah. How are they both supporting? It's, it's, okay. You, yeah, we're having this conversation. I think it is the stupidest – it's the stupidest fucking thing. How oh, can wow. You, how can you have two supporting act- – oh, oh, you're on my, you're my, you're my side. Yeah. Okay. You need a – I mean, maybe – even in an ensemble cast, there's a there's gotta be a, they can't all be supporting. Who are you but supporting? You, You're supporting but, the lead. But what I'll say on on this, and I kind of agree with you, but you both, I mean, we have all talked about it on in our episode about this movie, about the framing device of this movie. It it very very much goes back and forth. It interweaves these two guys' stories. 
I don't know that I can confidently say the movie is about one of them more than it is about the other. I would argue they're both lead performances. Is my is what I would argue. I but don't think the that the whole they're... point of a lead that well, I don't know because they both. This, you're right. This, it's about both of them. It's, it's. I agree. I think you're right. I think they they should both be lead performances. Right. If they're both going to be nominated in the same category, it should be lead. Now put that aside. I don't understand why they campaigned both of them for the same. I'm not saying it's going to have an an effect in the end, but theoretically, wouldn't you be concerned that they would take votes from each other? I, I, again, in this specific circumstance, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, but I don't think it was necessarily up to, like... The, they the submitted team. them for supporting roles. They submitted both of them for... You yeah, know what I mean? Maybe there was a... Oh, shit. Mic down. Drop but you know what I mean? It, it's uh, like... Down, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. They chose to submit both... To run both of them as supporting actors. Submit both of their names in that pool. I guess. I guess you're right. It's just like... It seems so, boneheaded. It does seem boneheaded. I mean, it's it like worked. Hedging. They both got... It's like, maybe they're like hedging. It's they're like hedging, One of our sure. boys is going to get one it. One of them is going to win. Um, but yeah, so Omid, sorry to, 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 to take that over. But I, I agree with you. I don't... I I, I don't know. It's... it's yeah. Anyways. Who's uh, going to win? So what I... Who, who I think is going to win is going to be Daniel Kaluuya. I think this is his. This he's. I think he's a generational actor in the sense of this is the first of many, or first of a few, uh, best uh, Oscars for him, best Oscars Oscars for him. Um, who I want to win, my boy Paul. Wow. I want Paul to win. Interesting. But he's not my choice to win. I do think Daniel's going to win. You got a you got a sub or no? Let me check. Um, I, nothing really, nothing really sticking out to you. Like back it out, everyone there is fucking a main character. Um, I really don't. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I think Leslie's great. Maybe I would put. Eh, yeah, actually. Well, Omar, what would for one of my are they all supporting there too? The way I see it is Kingsley Benadire would be best actor. Any of the other three would be supporting. That's my perspective on it then i I would then i would replace i'm not gonna replace anyone but if i was forced to so you're not i would do cohen for uh alice eli gory because i thought he did a phenomenal job portraying like muhammad ali yeah all right um uh am i up either one of us you got it kid um god this is this is like i've been like so set on obviously like i think kaluuya is gonna win but i just i I, like want to pick paul so badly just because i love it so much and like if he were to win it would be like so ridiculous it'd be like a what's his name win um i I would be so spies ecstatic to see him win and i kind of want to like just have my name attached to that here in our little uh in our little world here (laughs) <laughs> and in a way, you guys kind of going separately from me on the other two, it kind of gives me the the flexibility to do that. But it's, it's not going to happen. You're really playing the numbers game, huh? Yeah, just do whatever your heart I've already lost one, dude. I don't want to lose another one. I already got to watch fucking Old Boy, dude. Oh, yeah, not... you didn't even tell the audience about that. Yeah, they, they switched the film and said, uh, they, they, they put me out of my cat's misery and then sent me right back into a, a one-man cell in, 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 in a... The Quite American literally. adaptation of Old Boy. Spike, a Spike Lee, actually not a Spike Lee joint, a, Spike, a, Lee a Spike Lee film. Oh, it's not a joint. 
Really? No, because he he hated the cut of the movie that they made him release, so he he insisted that they call it a Spike Lee film, film instead of a joint. Not a Spike Lee joint. Interesting. The best Spike Lee joint forever is is NBA Two K Sixteen. That's the best Spike <laughs> Lee joint that exists. Um, you know what? Fuck it. That's, I think that's, I think it's a call. I think Paul's gonna win. That's a call. Fuck it. Wow. Fuck wow. It. I'm locking it in. Paul Racy. For for okay, best supporting Omar, actor, Omar, um, we, are, we are not watching any movies we don't want to watch this month. So so and here's so um, I, I've shown my hand. I think Paul Racy should win. Paul Racy, his performance in the movie, one of my favorite of last year's. He is so absolutely wonderful in in that movie. As a you know, how old is he, dude? He's like in his seventies. You know, like is he a, really that old? He's old, dude, and like he's a career actor who like had like maybe one like film credit to his name and a couple like television credits but like mostly like worked on like was a stage actor just like in chicago like not actually not like just doing it because he loves it and he is absolutely picture perfect for this role it works so perfectly you want to talk about an actor supporting another actor or actor another role in the film racy supports Riz's Rubin in that movie more than I can remember any other role supporting another one. Every single scene that Racy's in, he steals. He is masterful. I think he should win. Fuck it. I think he's going to win. I was so shocked that he got a nomination. I did not think it was going to happen. Right? So but that's for, why I'm saying give for, the Academy some kudos. To right. Say. Give them give them some kudos. You're right, dude. That's a, that's a great nom. And I think fuck it, they nommed him. They're going to give him the win because I don't know where Sound of Metal is going to win anywhere else. And they like, I think the Academy kind of liked Sound of Metal, so maybe it'll win like Sound and shit like that. Fuck it, totally bonkers pick. Kaluuya's probably going to win, but I'm 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 hedging my bets on 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 my man Paul. Um, nice. In terms of a of a substitution, I'm going to go. I'll go nice and easy. I mean, there's there's a a, a couple that I that I could do. I mean. The, my like biggest runner-up is is Pattinson in Tenet, I think is phenomenal um, in that role. I, I was love looking it. at him. I think it's a good pick. It's uh, a great pick. It's a good role. But I'm going to keep it nice and easy, and I'm going to knock out Sasha Baron Cohen for someone else in his own film because he's not even the best supporting wow. actor in that movie. Um, and I am very easily kind of here uh, going to go with Mark Rylance's Kunstler. And so... I was gonna, if you went with what's his name, Eddie Redmayne, I would have You have such out of a call. hate boner for Eddie Redmayne. No, I think he's it. terrible in that movie. I think uh, he's absolutely terrible. He's literally movie. arguably the best actor in that movie. I mean, he's oh, not, but he's not the worst. My God. But I agree, Nuss, by the way, that was my runner up. So great, great pick. Mark Rylance is awesome. Rylance is, is phenomenal in the movie. Mark Rylance did have an upset. Dude, I even, I even think that Jeremy oh, yeah. Strong, Sasha Baron Cohen's like partner in crime in the film is better in the, the film Cheech than, to his chong, than Conan. the beavis to his butthead whatever you want to say but but rylance to me is is the pick here he should have been he should have taken cohen's spot i love sasha dude i you know i i i i adore him as a as a creative mind but I, rylance is is arguably the best part of that movie and so i would have i would have given him the nod for a supporting actor at in trial so those are my picks Omar, what do you got? Um, okay, so I think that Kaluuya is going to win. Yeah, he is. But sorry. Um, hey, you, you got to respect it, man. I mean, you know, if you you know positive thinking, I'm 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 sending the vibes out into the world. And this next one is tough because the, I, so I've seen all five of these, mm-hmm. and I legitimately love love. 
four of these performances. Adore them. Mm-hmm. Sasha Baron Cohen is like the the ugly stepchild in sure. this in this category. The other four are, me, are I, haven't seen One Night, but I I, mean, I think yeah. he's obviously I do, I don't feel like I need to say this, but Sasha Baron Cohen is hilarious. Literally one of my favorite comedians. But in this movie, he was to me he was playing Sasha Baron Cohen, and and I don't know what his accent was. I don't know why he's in this category. He's one of the worst things about that movie. Um, but I really love all four of these. And I'm going to say, because I just love this guy so much. And he's just got so much damn swag. And I just think he's so freaking cool. Yeah, I'm going to say Lakeith. Love it. I was, I was, I, it was either him or Racy for me. I, I think Racy's phenomenal. I mean, like I said, I think the other three are phenomenal. But Lakeith is just so damn cool. I've loved him in everything I've seen him in, in, in the, like these years where he's kind of becoming more prominent. It's so cool to see him actually nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, w- I would adore to see him win. Dude, the, and um, the role is like perfect for him. I, you know, I said this like when I talked about this movie in my review, it's like he, he's got like that whole like frantic eyes thing. You know what I mean? Like you can see like, I don't know, all of his emotion kind of radiates through his eyes and it works so well in this movie because like he's trying to put on this cool persona, but he can't hide his eyes and, and you look in his eyes every time he's, he's doing this and there's this scene where Fred Hampton has just gotten out of jail and he's giving the speech in the church and Jesse Plemons is there and him and him and Keith are having this, this stare down, right? And it's just, oh my God, it's, it's such an awesome, awesome scene, dude. And he's so good at playing that like duality of like, mm-hmm. it's not like he... He, it's it would be so easy for an actor to be too obvious and too like over the top with that performance of like oh he the, the the duality of the situation he has to stay undercover and not reveal himself but it's like he's got to you know build up that loyalty with Fred it's like all this stuff it's like it could have been really really cheap it's very really subtle cheap. it's very subtle he does yeah. he does such a good job at that but so you got a uh, you got a replacement for Sasha uh yeah i mean because this, this one is really just because i just don't want sasha baron cohen in there and i i honestly think my real pick might be mark rylance but for the sake of like getting some some fresh blood in here i'm gonna cheat a little bit and i'm gonna go with a little like twofer um aldous hodge who plays jim uh jim brown in one night in miami he's also awesome in the invisible man but that one's kind of like more like a side one okay. but him for either of those I, I he's one of legitimately i think i saw him first in black mirror a couple years ago in the in the black museum episode and for whatever reason like the first time i saw him i was like that guy is just like he's gonna be big like, he's a really good actor i just want to see him in everything that he's in mm-hmm. um and he's he's never given a bad performance he's also like just he does a really good american accent in in both of those movies uh and you wouldn't even know that he's british mm-hmm. you might have not even known that did you know that? Nope. I mean, I, I know that because I knew that, but it was like, I knew it because it was a fun fact, you know? Yeah. So Aldous Hodge is awesome, and I would love to see him in for either of those movies, but I guess more so One Night in Miami. Let's take out Sasha. Okay. Well, let's move on to what is probably the tightest race, the most up-in-the-air race, um, at least according to, to, to Vegas's odds, but... Generally speaking, I think you can just look at it and know that this is the tightest one. There's no real front runner. Uh, and of course, I'm talking about Best Actress. And so the nominees are Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, Andra Day in The U.S. vs. Billie Holiday, Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Frances McDormand in Nomadland. Dude, 
I have no fucking idea. Yeah, any, I've, does anyone I've, have like any idea of who's going to win this? Because I don't. I well, I'll say two things. I've seen the the so the three front runners are the th- from the three movies I've seen. I would say. Um, I would say no you don't think Andre Day's got a shot, dude? She won the Globe. Dude, this is. I mean, if you look at the odds, and you know, obviously, like you know, they don't. What do they know? Right? I don't check Vegas. Sure, but just generally speaking, hear me out here, because all of the other ones have a favorite at least. They have at least one person in in Somebody, like minus money. A tie might happen, or, or whatever. Yeah. But this is the only category. There are. There's no one. Everyone is plus odds, and there are four of the five of them are all real close. Like the fourth person here, who is Andre Day, she's she's in she's the fourth most likely according to their odds, right? She's as likely as pretty much every like number two in every other category. So that if that tells you how uncertain well, it is, it's she, totally up in the air. Her in particular, I mean, I think Omid, like she's very comparable to like your Glenn Close pick. Like mm-hmm. everybody is pretty much in agreement that the movie is pretty terrible, but. I guess the performance was was good enough to to warrant the nomination, despite how awful the respective movies are. So I could see a world in which they give it to her too. Who knows? Um, All right, who wants to who wants to plant their flag first? Omid, I'll go. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so I think I'm gonna go here based on like logic. The okay. logic never works in Oscars. I think so. Both Viola and uh, no, and Francis have won an Oscar before. Francis has won two. I mean, it was only one one, so I think they want to. I don't. I don't. I think they want to. Me speaking for the Academy, but I think they'll reward someone new, and I do think uh, my pick to win is Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually haven't seen Marini's Black Bottom, but I heard the performances are would carry that movie. Um, and so whatever I've seen, Francis, and I've seen, uh, Promising Young Woman. Is that it? Yeah. Well, damn, I've only seen two of the five. So who should but win? I, I think uh, Carrie should win as well. I think uh, wow, Francis. Surprising. Well, I think Francis is really good in Nomadland. It's one of the one of the parts I really like Nomadland. But I think what I like the why like I didn't love Crossing Roman, but the things I did love was her performance. I think she carries that movie. No Carrie Mulligan, like sinister yet emotional performance. You don't get what promising woman is um and she with the script she's given she runs away with it um some omissions let me check you got any so it's got to be for francis then i guess right well yeah yeah which is which is like is there anyone you would pick over because i'm i'm going through that in my head it's like i have people i would love to nominate but can i nominate them (laughs) over one of the ones i've seen i don't really know yeah um yeah i don't not really yeah no no fair enough yeah no Omar, what do you got? All right. This is a fun one. Um, I think that I, I agree with Omid. I think Carrie Mulligan will win this Oscar. Damn. I, think, I think that uh, that we're going to bring home two. It's going to be original screenplay in this. Um, and I think she's phenomenal. I think she's really, really good in this movie. Um, and I agree with Omid on the logic of, like, they might want to give some some fresh blood or – you know, Promising Young Woman is is nominated for editing and picture and these awards that it isn't very likely to win. So I, I could totally see Carrie Mulligan being the lifeblood of this movie. They want to give her that acknowledgement, and she's great. She deserves it. Um, my should win pick is like 
unabashedly Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, she's that good in that movie. She, she's incredible. I, I love. I don't her. know how to. I don't know how to describe it, dude. It's like one. She she's so transformative. Like she really is. Like it, it's it's a shame that she's somehow underutilized in the movie that is literally named after her. <laughs> I mean, like she is literally just such a force in this movie. Like. She has such a commanding presence. I felt like if I looked away when she was on screen, she would like reach to the screen and like kick the shit out of me. Like she really? was so intimidating and like, and just like she had this gravitas about her and her, the scenes of her singing and performing are so just breathtaking. Yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that Chadwick's getting all the, the attention that he is because he deserves it. And he's such a talented person. And it's such a shame that he was struggling with so much and silently um and that being said i just want to say that like i think that a lot of the attention has been taken away from viola davis in this movie and i think it's a shame because i think this is a movie that they both deserve to be mm-hmm. so lauded for they that's so crazy because that you're right but it's like i hear everyone say that but the movie itself is not I've, i haven't heard anyone like oh the movie is awesome you know what i mean I, it's I'm, like... I the movie yeah i, I could tell yeah. you like i can give you a bunch of reasons why like we we've been talking about the father and again you you've been holding your thoughts on the father pretty close to the chest but uh, the father is is an example to me of a movie a, a play directed or a play adapted to a film that's done so well because it does so much with like you know kind of camera work and acting and and editing and blocking and all this stuff Ma Rainey's is kind of like it's a very stilted movie it doesn't really it doesn't really go anywhere it kind of starts and ends like in the same place and it kind of just throws in some like hard to believe conflict because it mm-hmm. needs to be there oh, that makes and sense. it kind of needs to like it needs to spark a fire in the movie and kind of make it like whoa but yeah the, viola and and chadwick but i would really say in particular viola is so amazing in this movie and really gives like one of the best performances i've seen in a very long time so uh i i, I would love to see either her, her or carrie win but she's my pick for who should win and then lastly i'll just quickly say my omission is with a movie that you mentioned before um elizabeth moss in yeah. the invisible man just uh, just like we, we we've talked about her say less yeah it's like, and oh. she she does like dread and just pure like like the anguish and 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 like you it went from the beginning to the end of this movie when you look at her face it looks like her she's aged like years and just like in everything that she's endured uh i mean it's no secret i think elizabeth moss is like one of the best actresses working today and i think it's a shame that this is a movie that you know similar to possessor probably won't won't be the kind to ever really garner a lot of oscar love but mm-hmm. she was really phenomenal so that's my that's my omission pick and i would take out francis obviously because i love the other two that i've seen so much i haven't seen u.s versus billy holiday or pieces of a woman so i would take out francis very nice okay um i'll go i'm also gonna say that carrie's gonna win just seems just seems right um I would I think not. There's a good chance Viola wins. Dude, I, I would I would not be surprised. There's a very good chance. I think Francis in wins the, too. In the slightest, if Carrie, Viola, Francis, or Andre win it, I think all four of them have a. It, it, I would not be. It would not be a shocker if any of them won it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Carrie, just because again I think Promising Young Women is getting a lot of love right now, 
and I think that they're going to reward it with with a couple wins. And I th- I agree. I think it's going to win too. I think it's going to win. Carrie's going to win. And you're going to win for best original. That's my gut. Woo! What I think should win. Um, I've only seen two. I've I've only seen Promising Young Woman and Nomadland. I haven't seen the other three. Um, that being said, what I who I think should win is, is Francis. I think Francis should win. Um, she is absolutely phenomenal in that movie. Um, I think I think every scene she's in, she she she's just carrying that movie and, and carries the weight of an entire time period in someone's life on her shoulders in that whole movie. She she carries that weight of the back end of someone's life and facing it so well. And that's why I like the movie so much. It's totally on her performance. Omission. Tough one. Got a couple. Uh, you, you mentioned Elizabeth Moss totally at the top of the list. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful performance. Um, another one that I... Th- another person who I think should totally uh, get some sort of recognition is Julia Garner for The Assistant. Uh, yeah, great just, pick. Just a, a wonderful performance in, in a film that does not leave her face for like a second. Wonderful. Surprised the first time you mentioned that movie all day. Won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my, my my pick and replacing 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 Carrie, um, it, it, it's it's Sydney Flanagan. Um, it's it's in my opinion the single best performance from from last year. Um, talk about a film again that does not leave someone's face five seconds of screen time or like off her face. Um, she deserves an Oscar alone, not not just a nom, an Oscar alone for the title scene in that film. It is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Um, it, just mind-blowingly good mind-blowingly good a, a steady cam shot a close-up of her face for 10 minutes and you see a a a literal wall come down on someone's face it is it is so unbelievably new is it actually 10 minutes i'm not saying i just didn't feel like 10 minutes i believe it's like i believe it's like 9 10 something like uh, that like nine I minutes it was, 10 I seconds. It was shorter no dude exactly but it it's it's so crazy but it's not just the question i mean it's the whole it's the whole you know there's an intro part too i have a question about that like how does that read in terms of like the screenplay because like obviously there's all the questions in the back and forth but like it admittedly and this is just something you you can't help i had the picture of the movie in my head as i'm reading it so it hit perfectly if i read it without having actually had the visual attached to it i i don't really know but it was still, it read well. I mean, it read. I was engrossed in this in this back and forth, and you feel the hesitation kind of behind her, and, and as the questions kind of ramp up. But admittedly, you know, I had the I had the visual in my head. But what makes this so ridiculous, and why it is my favorite performance, and totally totally deserved a nod. It was her first performance. This is her first credit. It's her debut. <laughs> it, it, I, I, Act, actors and actresses will go their entire careers, in my opinion, trying to do what she does in that movie in terms of conveying emotion without saying a single word. Unbelievably good stuff. And so, Sydney Flanagan, my, my, my hat is, is off to you. Bravo. Jesus yeah, fucking your, is your, Christ. Is your dude. proposal in the mail? Like, I like... wish. What a, what a talented person. Oh my God. But so that's my pick, and that's that's what I got. Um, all right, we got one more uh, acting acting category. Uh, we go from one of the 
the least predictable to, to potentially one of the most predictable, although it's getting a little closer, odds-wise. But um, we have Best Actor. We have Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We have Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. We have Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank. And Steven Yoon for Minari. Um, I'll start. Chadwick's going to win. Yeah, I mean, we should all just... Can I just write everyone down for Chadwick? Yeah. Maybe Hopkins gets it. Maybe, because it's Anthony Hopkins. Um, and he's wonderful. But Chadwick. Who should win? Riz. Riz. Yep. No one will be surprised by that. Um, haven't seen Mank, and I haven't seen Ma Rainey's. Minari was fine. Steven Yeun is, is, is fine in the movie. Not bad. When I'm I say fine, when I say fine, fine I don't mean bad. So I, think he's, I think he's good. I think he's good. Again, everything in that movie is good, not great. Everything in that movie is good, not great. Uh, he's good. He's good. Uh, actually, I lied. Alan Kim is great in that. Um, <laughs> but Riz is, I mean, Riz is just, that That performance is it's stunning. And, I've, and I, we've talked about it enough on the show that I don't, I don't need to dwell, need to dive uh, any more into that. In terms of a replacement, um, it's tough. Um, do I do I do I have one that I could nominate over Stephen? Um, maybe not, but I'm going to to do it anyway. I think it's close enough. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I I wish Mads Mikkelsen had had gotten the nod over Stephen nice for for another round. Um. Very like in the cards. I feel like I, I was not like surprised that it didn't happen. But it totally but, like, could have happened, especially that yeah. it got love, especially that Vinterberg got the nod, and uh, uh, he's awesome in that movie, man. He is he 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 is really 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 good in that movie. Um, so I would have liked to see him nominated. Another one. This one's a little more out of left field, and I probably I don't know, but. Andy Samberg in Palm Springs is 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 is, is it's a great performance. I, I mean, thought one of you was going to say that for original screenplay. It was one of my options. I mean, I was looking at it. Um, he's great in that movie. His comedic timing is 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 obviously exactly what you would expect from Andy Samberg, but he plays the serious parts really well too. Um, so I'd, I'd like to give him a little shout out. But yeah, if I were to, if I could, I would have given Mads the nod uh, over Stephen Yeun. Nice. Next up. Omid? Yeah, uh, Chadwick, Riz, um, Omar, I think you're, oh, maybe you might not, you've seen Anthony Hopkins. Um, let me check, who do I place? Oh, what am I place? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. I think so. Omar, what do you got? Making a clean sweep for Chadwick? Yeah, clean sweep for, for Chatty Boy. Um, clean sweep for Riz as well? No. Wow, that is, uh, that is tough. No, if you had asked me 24 hours ago, then I would say yes. But similar to Olivia Coleman pick, you and Anthony, I I love Riz. He's so great in Sound of Metal. But I'm shocked you didn't change your pick too, because Riz, that's what it, what Anthony Hopkins does in that movie, dude. He's 83 years old. 83 years old, dude. You're making me second guess now. <laughs> what he does in that movie, just in terms of just literally transporting you into the mind of this person and like just you see everything through his eyes and and the the little ticks the slurs the the like the the way he kind of like his eyes the way he blinks everything, like, every, it's yeah. such a physical performance 
I'm kind of shocked you didn't pick it. To be honest, I know how much you love Risen. I, I love, love that Risen. movie. I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I just couldn't do it. I had all my picks written. I couldn't change it. I had to do it. Anthony Hopkins gives literally, you know, it's the same same spiel I gave for Violet Davis and my raised black Bond. I mean, Anthony Hopkins gives literally one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, the fact that this guy went from 30 years ago being one of the scariest, most like intimidating villains in all of movie history to now playing just this this powerless like just so he plays like the hopelessness in his character is so palpable and it's so like the way that he combats it i don't want to give away too much because of yeah, me, but like but... the way that he combats it with like his his humor and like and and kind of like cracking jokes with his daughter and like saying that oh you know she she uh, always repeats herself like why does she do that like these little like these little like mechanisms it's so powerful and the final scene is is some of the best acting you'll ever see in a movie um so yeah and then my omission Mm -hmm. yeah my omission would i would take out gary oldman even though i do think he's very good uh he's very solid for what that movie is i just i'm so apathetic towards that movie is that the word like where i just feel nothing um uh i would throw in kingsley benadir for one night in miami who plays malcolm x he's my favorite performance in that movie and and i mean i already talked about sort of why the screenplay is so dynamic and 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 so complex but Mm -hmm. that movie is nothing without its actors you Mm -hmm. know they they really drive that home and 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 he is you know the reason i said before to omid like i would kind of categorize hit categorize him as the lead and the other as the other three as supporting is because kind of the movie is framed a little bit more through him than it is the others everyone kind of gets their moment in the sun but i feel like at the end of the day it's it's his movie um and and he knocks it out of the park another example of a british actor who is so unbelievably convincing it's like i swear british people can just do american accents like with like with like just so effortlessly it's kind of embarrassing um how yeah, it does it does not go in, in the reverse if you exactly if you watch that movie like I, now i guess i ruined it but if you watch that movie there's no shot in hell you could ever tell me that you think that he is English. Damn. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that's my pick for that. Okay. Well, we're down to the uh, the big two, right? I'm up there at the top. Let's uh, let's start with uh, behind the camera. Best director. We have Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, David Fincher for Mank, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Thomas Vinterberg for another round, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I'll kick it off, I guess, again. <laughs> Chloe's going to win it. Lock it in. Up there with Chadman for the easiest pick of the night. If she doesn't win... You just call him Chadman? Chadwick. It sounded like you said Chadman, like you combined... His- Chadman Boswick? <laughs> um, no, Chloe's going to win this. Um wonderful for not only is it a good film and i think the direction is very good it has all of the you know the oscars are elevating you know woman of color it's 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 a great thing she'll be the first woman of color to win best director second woman ever right so um wonderful that's all that's all well and good um who should win very tough very tough very tough um i'm gonna stick with with chloe i think chloe should win 
Um, I agree. I do. I, I just think that's what that movie. I mean, that's what that movie really mm-hmm. has going for it. The, the, it looks stunning. The the, the, the shots are, are absolutely beautiful. The the way that it's just following Francis around. It, 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 I, I'm a sucker for that. I, I feel like I always say that about my like the movies that I the direction really hits me when when it does that, and it's just like you're not. It's not even there. I love it. And I think that's what gives Nomadland kind of the, the the bigger feeling than it is, right? That you're, it's this this little person in this little thing in such a big world. And I think that comes from the direction. Um, so I think Chloe should win it, and she will win it. Uh, I'm going to replace Vinterberg. Um, wow. I'm happy that he got the nod, and it's it's wonderful that he got the nod. And I'm not saying, and I think it is deserved. I just think among the four that I've seen. His is just it, it's it's saying least favorite. I think is doing it a disservice. I like them all quite a bit, but I think Fennel and, and, and Chung they add quite a bit to the movie with their direction, and I and I think Vinterberg just adds a bit. He adds some to the movie. I think that movie is really carried kind of by the performances by all four of those guys and the writing and the direction is good, but it doesn't. It's not like the the driving force behind it, and I have to do that because I need to nominate Kitty Green. Uh, Kitty Green for the assistant, uh, my my probably my favorite directing work from last year. Uh, as I've stated, that movie does not leave Garner's face, and the way that this movie is framed, it is so claustrophobic. And we're following Garner's assistant through the office, and most of the time she's just sitting at a desk, and it's there's shots of of her sitting at her desk and there's her boss's door she sits right in front of her boss and her boss's doors looming in the background huge closed intimidating right behind her just showing the sort of the the, the pressure and the 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 state of of you know terror basically that this assistant is living in and kitty green is, is does such a good job at making us feel like we are right there in with her and feeling like we have nothing to do like we are boxing we can't do anything about this and it's great i mean it's just you know the the, the word i use it, it, it is so just anxiety inducing for like a movie that does not have any like big moments that would cause it right it's it's not a horror movie you wouldn't but it's like an it's like 90 minutes of dread for mm-hmm. nothing to really happen but right. like that's kind of the point but that's the point and it I and think then it's that's... like she finishes her day and then she's gonna start it all over again the next day right back the next day and i think a whole lot of that comes from green's direction um of the movie i think it is just wonderful wonderful work and so i would have loved to to see her her get the nod yeah I've kind of talked about that one before, but like that's a movie that kind of you got to rewatch it, dude. Well, it's 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 gained a lot of, it's become a lot more personal. I'd say, um, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. But um, who's your pick? I, my pick is, I'll be honest. This is probably the category that I'm kind of like. It's not that I'm least interested in, but I have really no attachment to any mm-hmm. of these in particular. I don't really have. I mean, in terms of what I think will win, yeah, it's going to be Chloe Zhao um, for Nomadland. I I have my qualms that I've made more than known about the the movie and mm-hmm. its its choice to kind of how it frames its narrative and what it chooses to focus on a little bit more than it does other things. Um, but she's going to win, whether I like it or not. And then, I mean, yeah, this is kind of what I was referring to before. Is like 
I've seen so I've seen all of these, mm-hmm. and none of them really stick out to me that much. Mm-hmm. I, I I'd say the the front runners for me personally are Lee Isaac Chung and Emerald Fennell because they just like you kind of touched on they just feel a little bit more like they insert themselves into those movies and, and there's a lot of energy that they bring yeah um i i would say uh, it's weird because I don't, I don't love minari but i think i would say i think that lee isaac chung could win and i would he directs the hell out of that movie dude he totally does it's, it's it's a really personal movie but it's a really universal movie at the same time i I, I I think it's neck and neck. It's kind of 1A, 1B with Emerald because I think Emerald's great, but I kind of gave her all the love already for the screenplay. So mm-hmm. spread the love a little bit. I would say Lee Isaac Chung. Um, in terms of an omission, not going to forget it this time, Kirsten Johnson would be my pick for Best Director because talk about inserting yourself into a movie and <laughs> making it personal. I mean, it's that's literally her life. Yep. It's it's her life. It's it's We said it before. It's one of the most personal movies that, that we've seen and um you know that's the kind of movie that like i watch as as someone who like aspires to you know kind of work in the industry and and and, and stuff and like i'm like that's a movie that like well one it's like i'll never be able to make a movie that good and two like that's the kind of movie i want to make something that 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 is that personal to me and that that is that cathartic uh i mean it's incredible what she does in that movie um and i would take out God, this is really neck and neck. Whether I would take out Fincher or Zhao, but I would take out Zhao because I just, I just really don't like what she, her approach to that movie and just how it. I've said it before, you know, the 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 the, the emphasis on the fictional aspects, the, the, mm-hmm. shying like the kind of, it it doesn't to me that movie is not about the nomads the way that everyone else is praising it to be. It's not. It kind of gives them a little spotlight and then it says, okay, go away now we're going to show Francis McDormand shit in a bucket, you know, like it's, I don't know. So okay. I would pull, I would pull her, even though she's going to win. She is going to win. Omid? Um, I do think Sozao will win. I think I want her to win in the sense of, I totally disagree. I think she balances the nom- the actual nomad and the fictional story really well. Um, what I would replace. So I've seen, all but wow never mind well i so i've seen all but mank here um i would replace vintenberg with um bacarao's kelber mendoka the two directors juliana donatelis and kelber mendoka filos two brazilian directors um whatever anyways the they they have talked about you butchered that guy's name twice on the show now (laughs) top 10 show and this one okay and what about it um, if, if you come find me, I'll, 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 I'll not properly pronounce it. I bet that dude could hold a gun to your head and say, pronounce my name right. And you'd be, you would not be able to do it. Having a time, having a blast over there, Omar. Um, and, and they take from so many different genres and 10 of different storylines back it out and just seamlessly put it all together and, and it's directed really well. And so that'd be my replacement. Very nice. I think you guys are being a little hard, not harsh, but like you're really underselling Vinterberg's work. No, well, I like, I I, no, I, well, I like, I think Emerald does a great job in Promising Young Woman. I think Leah Chung 
does an I'm incredible job. Because you, you pulled Vinterberg, no question. Nuss pulled Vinterberg, no, no question. No question. No question in the sense of like, I've had, I have a more of an emotional connection. More, more, but like, I think the direction in the other three was a little bit more better than, mm-hmm. I wasn't like a, oh, wow, fuck Vinterberg. No, I was like, no, the three are better. I just don't think it's a very showy movie, but I think that there are things that like are, I mean, like, he uses like these weird title cards that are almost like out of a silent film that are kind of interesting and like very different. And I, I think it, it's a little bit, it takes away to just say that the, the movie is the performances. I think Fair enough. that was pretty a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's only the performances, but I just, again, I just think maybe it's because, honestly, maybe it's because I liked Another Round more than I liked Minari and Promising Young Woman that when I think of those movies... The, the reason that I like them as much as they did mostly does stem like kind of from the direction and so I kind of give them a bump because I didn't like the movies as much as I liked another round I don't know in, in a weird way that makes sense in my head um, <laughs> and I also just it, it's not about him it's like if I didn't have such a good replacement I wouldn't have knocked him out but I couldn't not Katie just totally deserves it on well we're uh, here at the big kahuna big picture yeah um you know the drum roll the big the big the big winner at the end of the night who is it gonna be um omar why don't you uh give us your read off the nominees your pick Uh, oh yeah i totally forgot we got we got rank wait rank them and then we got like 10 of them right yeah so the best picture nominees of the 93rd academy awards are Nomadland. Um, well, I'm doing this off the top of my head because I couldn't find it. There we go. Uh, Nomadland, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trail of the Chicago Seven. Um, I guess I'm starting, so I will say that. Do unfortunately, unfortunately, I. This movie has been the front runner basically the entire awards season, and there's a chance the Academy surprises me. And if they do, God bless them. I'll surprise uh, you with Charles Chicago I, Seven, so I don't think you'll be even more happier. Well, sure, you're right. They could surprise me with Charles. And that's if, a more likely if surprise. Chicago Seven won Best Picture. I would never watch the Oscars again. Um, Dude, it's going to so, be one of those two movies. Yeah, so I don't know what you what, what surprise you really you want. think that. Okay. Yes, I think it's one of those two. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that Nomadland is going to win, unfortunately. What I think should win is very close between the the movie that I saw yesterday, The Father, and Sound of Metal. But I'm going to give the edge to Sound of Metal. That movie has stuck with me very much since I saw it. Uh, we've all talked about it and the performances and the sound design and, and everything about that, that makes that movie so special. Um such a personal work and just so such a quiet movie that says so much um and then yeah i guess like for an omission i mean it's like i've talked about most of these movies on my top 10 from last year dick johnson i'm thinking of ending things i would slot obviously either of those in maybe i'll just use this opportunity to give a special honorable mention to swallow because that was in my top four from last year and obviously we have not talked about it at all mm. it was not nominated for anything everybody forgot about that movie it's really phenomenal i still think you should watch it even though here we are six months after we recorded that initial podcast when you said you were so excited to watch it both of you and six you months haven't... really we recorded in january do we not it, oh, i guess is, it's not june is april six months from january <laughs> my friend 
Fair point. Um, but yeah, so I guess like my real pick would be, you know, Dick Johnson, but but special honorable mention to to swallow and get get trial of the Chicago segment out of there. Well why did there need to be two movie whatever? I'm not gonna get into that. What would you rank how would you rank these though? Oh, I would rank them as followed. Uh eighth, trial to Chicago seven, uh you know, in ascending order, Mank, Nomadland, Minari, Judas and the Black Messiah, Promising Young Woman, The Father, and Sound of Metal at number one. Um, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I also think that Nomadland is going to win. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's going to win. If it's not Nomadland, it's going to be Trial. It's the only one that would give me even a little bit of pause from picking Nomad, but I, I, I really think Nomad's going to win. What should win... Sound of Metal should win. Nice. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. It was our number one movie of the year collectively for a reason. We, at this point, need to retire that movie from talk on this pod because we've probably done like seven hours of it total. It's it's so good. Um, that's what I would have picked to win. Um, it was my number two movie last year and just phenomenal. I'm so happy that it got a nod. Um, and that's one where I don't even feel bad that it's not going to win. I'm very happy that that movie can say that it was it was nominated for best picture i i think that's fucking awesome replacement um yep i've talked about these movies a lot but i i'm gonna do it very easily um i would love to replace promising young woman with never rarely sometimes always a better feminist movie in my opinion um and i think it's 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 a nice little swap because similar kind of themes there can only be one feminist movie huh shut up I'm just saying, <laughs> and and so now I'll go on my my little my little tangent. Um, the, the, this movie got like no consideration at all, which sure wasn't wasn't expecting anything, right? Whatever. Eliza Hitman is like a she's a well regarded director, but you know isn't like in like an Oscar circles. You know what I mean? But this movie got sent around obviously to the Academy screeners were sent and whatever, and there was literally some guy. It, it got exposed on Twitter that one of the guys in the academy like sent an email to the the team that was distributing never rarely I don't know what what company it was but was distributing it to the academy to you know for your consideration who said like it's it's ridiculous that you think I would ever watch this movie like uh, that is so against like my values and like it's disgusting that you would even try and campaign this movie. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know the movies, it's it, it's about abortion. I don't think that's ruining anything about the movie. It's it's a movie about an abortion, and so fucking ridiculous that like in in at, at this time in the world that that is still a thing happening in 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 not just like in obviously in the world but like in the academy it's 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 so ridiculous that this guy would feel like comfortable enough to be so brazenly fucking ugh, whatever i'm getting into i'm getting into like personal now but it's just it's just it's just crazy to me that that someone would feel so comfortable and and have the gall to send an email like that um and so that's why i think we need movies like never rarely sometimes always like promising young woman because it's 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 more important now than ever. Even though you're booting it, though, What's rant over. It is still the it is still the worst movie of the bunch that I have seen, in my opinion. Interesting. So I would I would slot I'm never. Surprised even in. over Minari. 
Yeah, I think I'm so apathetic towards that movie. I know. I just, I, I still, again, that that is a good movie. That is nothing. That is like nothing special. Everything about that movie, I think, is good. Not. I think Omid was mouthing "good, not great." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good, not great, man. That's that's what I think of when I think of that movie. How would you rank them? I mean, I haven't seen them all, so I don't really. I mean, my rankings. Hope I'm hoping to get to make. I mean, not hoping to, but I will probably get to make sometime this week, and so I'll have a official rankings up uh on my letterbox i guess um so if you if you feel do feel inclined you can check them out but tell us by, now just by sunday i'll have them up well i don't know i don't know where well, just do your decide. top seven do your top seven i'm not gonna rank the father either um but Why are you can you tell us if you like this movie no. he didn't watch it he didn't yeah, watch maybe it maybe he didn't watch it um he so didn't watch i watched it. like half of it how i would rate it sound of metal one definitely then trial two uh, Judas three, Nomad four, Minari five, Promising Young Woman six. Yep, that's it. A trial win would be cool, man. That'd be cool. I fuck with it. Really? That would be cool. Yeah, that would be that would, what, what, the back. It'll be like Greenberg backlash. Exactly. It's the it's a whitewashed washed movie about like. It's a good movie. Whatever. Um. By I the mean, way, if anyone is listening during their workday, you did not get an email right now. That's Omar's computer with that outlook. Oh, did that come through? Oh, yes, yes it did. I we just gave our listeners a heart attack. I just want to let the, anyone who's listening, don't. it's not you. It's us. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um. So what I think will win, no surprise here, Nomadland. Uh, what I want to win, Minari. It's, I, this is the highest rated, like, out of, the, it's a very close, like, tie between, like, Minari's here. Sound of metal. You guys can't see my visualization, but they're close. Minari, see, they're they're close. very close. Yeah, <laughs> Minari, Sound of Metal, Nomadland are all very close. I really enjoyed all three of those movies very much. Um, it would be really nice to see Minari win. I don't think it will win. I do think Nomadland wins. If Nomadland does not win, that is Charles Chicago Seven. I like. I really. I did really like Charles Chicago Seven, but it's not a film I want to be rewarded as the best film of the year because. Um, my rankings. Oh, what I would add to it. Talked about back and I would add, and I would take out Mank. Sorry, you um, can't take I, out a I know. I'm seen. just kidding. Oh, I was gonna say, damn, I didn't know you watched Mank. No, <laughs> uh, oh, God, it's tough. But like, yeah, yeah, I would change back it out for Promising Young Woman. Um, damn, guys. I would, and I would also take out um. You only get one. We only get one? Yeah. Huh. When did that rule change? Yeah, but this is Best Pictures. Eight, not eight, eight, like, nominations compared to the typical. Yeah, film. I guess, hypothetically speaking, the way we should have done this is we could have just said if you had to fill the other two slots. Yeah. Sure. Fair point. Okay. But anyways, um, and how to rank them would be one, Minari, two, Sound of Metal, three, Nomadland, What's with the laugh? I'm just giving a little visual graphic. No, because I'm not doing this on fucking... Sorry, I was looking at the list. Four. Fuck. Hey, you're really pushing this ranking thing for someone who wasn't ready. Mm. But one, two, three, I like a lot. Like I said, four, five, six can go. Whatever. I do think I really like The Father, but I can't rank it. Um, Four... <laughs> I think I'd really like the father, so I'm gonna put it in number four. For trial, 
Five Judas, six Bravo Sim. Ugh. It's just the top three. It's, it's such a top heavy for me. It's a top heavy. Uh, That's so emotions. crazy to me, dude. You have like so. You talk about like me souring on on Minari. You have soured so hard on Trial, dude. We were gushing about that movie like two months. Yeah, ago. and then I, and so then I no, two so months true. ago. October is no six months ago. June, I've ju- seen, January. No, Trial came out in October. In January, when we talked about that film on this no, pod, I told you I told you I liked it, and then I I told you that I soured on it. I told you then. I also told you I hate I hated the final scene. Yeah. Literally. I mean, that's the, the quintessential. Literally, is... literally, I was not. I'll tell you this. Well, final scene. I've talked about enough. My least favorite scene in any movie this year. Can can one scene ruin a movie? That's the question. I don't know. Maybe. When maybe is not. that fucking terrible? It sure can. Well, no, it can because it's still an awesome movie. Um, but okay. Well, there you have it, everyone. Uh, you know. 10, 10 categories later there's your there's your 2021 oscars preview we hope you uh you learned something maybe probably not can i say a couple quick rapid fire things sure emil moseri will not but should win best score for mm-hmm. minari it is a beautiful beautiful score the last black man in san francisco is like my favorite score of all time probably and his work in minari is so so good too but they're gonna give it to Trenton Atticus, which is probably fair. It's I fucking think awesome. The soul score is very good, I will say. Um, I, I'm in case any audience members don't know, I'm a I'm a big score nerd. So, um, I we're, we're 15 episodes in. People know who we are. People know you're a big. Score I don't, for a guy but I haven't talked about that much. I don't know, but yes. Yeah, so anyway, that's one thing I want to say. Um, and then we didn't really talk about cinematography, but it's it's Judas Mank. News of the world, uh, Nomadland and Trial. I personally would pick Judas personally from those. I don't know if you guys uh, differ at all. Uh, that movie's shot by Sean Bobbitt, who's like Steve McQueen's collaborator, and 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 the. I mean, that movie looks so cool. I I love, I love the the look and feel of Judas and the Black Messiah. So, um, I don't know. Those are like, and then animated is going to be Soul. I hear Wolf Walkers is awesome. Yes, yeah, so we, we're a soul podcast. We love soul. We love soul. Um, Almost nominated for best picture, man. I would have loved. I, I that was like, if I wasn't gonna do Never Rarely, I would have done Soul. Yeah. And yeah, kind of shocked it wasn't. I don't know. Just also like, it, it the visual effects category is also it is always just such a funny thing year in year out because it always makes one movie that just so doesn't belong here an oscar nominated movie like it was suicide squad a couple years ago avengers right wasn't avengers that got one nod last year avengers for visual is, effects avengers endgame is like an awesome movie and you're sure totally but isn't it like the it. only it's like the one it got like one nod i'm talking about bad. like mulan is an oscar nominated oh, movie. oh okay i got you um what's this so is so is ten but well because tenant's good Tenant's gonna win by the way Tenant's gonna win that category it is gonna win and i think it probably should well no possessor should but yeah, I guess Possessor, yeah. I mean, can you watch Possessor so that it's not just us gushing about it all the time? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. This will be an interesting Oscars. We talked about it a couple times, but I just think that, like, we give them a lot of shit, but I actually think that they did a pretty good job this year with, like, going against the grain and not just just focusing on the movies that you would expect. Mm-hmm. Like, the Manx and the Trial of the Chicago 7s. Like, those are... To me, I would love to see that kind of movie, not like get phased out as in like, I don't want to see them made anymore, but just like 
I would love to see less attention on movies like those. And, and like, more... make them actually have to be good to get nominated. Exactly. Just, like, they get exactly. made, so they get nominated. And give me more, give me Sound of Metal, give me Promising Young Woman, give me movies like that, you know? That's the direction I want to see. Well, of course, going. but, you know. I have, a, I have a feeling that as we return to a more normal, uh, you know, way of life and, and when it comes to movies and, and, and film, um, I think we're going to kind of go backwards. Uh, I think this this year's kind of more diverse uh, well, I also, nominee uh, pool comes from the weird year that it exactly. was. Exactly, and I also, I don't know, I feel like I, I anticipated more indie films, which we didn't get. I feel like I, this could have been the year for Never Really Sometimes Always to be nominated. A right, year for this is the year for... No, Omar and I have not seen it, but unless you have even like a first cow to be nominated, this but it didn't happen. And oh, that come next if that fucking Dude, but it's a, had been, that great, great point. That first that cow didn't get was nominated, adored by yeah, critics. critics. What happened to it? It's shocking indie, that but, it didn't get. Well, but so that's my thing is in this, or like, or like first act, like uh, small acts. I don't know how they would count. Small acts, no, small acts was because it was TV. Oh, okay, it was TV. It, was a, it anyways, would have probably been nominated, but because but, it was definitely, TV. Yeah. But like, uh, this would have been a year that it's diverse and it's different but it's still not exactly what you want and come next year you have a new west you have a new like the neat you have a lot of big name directors and, they're likely, and, they're, and yeah and you, you're just gonna get a lot more of them their noms instead of these indie films. that's and, not true that's not true well, not, edgar wright well, and denis villeneuve are not, I'm not but, Omar, but i'm just directors. saying i'm just saying these like smaller budget films and this could have been the year for small budget films to be highlighted somewhere somewhere in I don't think we'll get a year like this because of the circumstances yeah. for God knows so long, how, how long. Agreed I don't entirely the, agree though, dude, because I don't know, like what movies do you think that, that made it this year would not have gotten attention in a normal year? I don't think, uh, I don't think Promising a Woman maybe. See, I, I disagree. I think that that movie, like it has nothing to sound do with Sound of Metal. I don't think a Sound of Metal would have. Yeah, I mean, I think Sound of Metal is a good example, but yeah, yeah I disagree on, on Promising a Woman, but I do agree with with sound of metal i just don't like because well, I, I don't really understand what the implication there is like what that like that more of these traditional movies weren't getting made like so that this this year in particular so that's why these other for movies me it's kind of like the in. ease of viewing them there were yeah. less there were less like blockbusters just, yeah, you know yeah. my hands are in quotes but like it's less of landmarks. those like going out to movies to, to see and so people had they were a little more accessible they were watching more movies streaming there, so you know there wasn't a new spielberg movie there wasn't a new like uh tarantino movie like, right so when there yeah, when there is those movies are going to be but that that's not because of the pandemic that's just because oh sure i think it's a perfect storm years. i think it's both i think it's there weren't a whole lot of like big name movies yeah, but, but a lot movies of by big name directors talking. on top well, of a lot of those movies were postponed like they should have been this year again you're talking but dude you're like talking West Side about like, was supposed to come out in 2020 okay but you're, exactly, you're talking about, about like blockbuster movies you're not talking about no but i'm just um, but some of these could be Oscar movies that would have replaced them, but because they were delayed, it allowed. I disagree fundamentally. Okay. Right. Like, like you talk about like Last Night in Soho or or Dune or what? Like none of those movies. Like, like no, we're not, not been in like, never been nominated for best director, even though he's like so loved in the film community. I'm not, but I'm, I'm not using like I'm not. I'm just using. I'm not going to say those are going to replace, but a lot of like Oscar favorites are just big names in the movie industry. A lot of the films are postponed this year, which should have given more smaller films a bigger platform to perform at the Oscars. Some did, some didn't. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying because of the pandemic and accessibility 
and just postponements. It'll it, like some films were benefited from that, some films didn't. That's all I'd say. Well, I disagree, we'll to... Gary. I disagree. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. We won't know until next year. But that's uh, Cheers. that's it for us. That's that's our Oscars Oscars preview. You made it all the way here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, you can watch the Oscars. They're they're on on Sunday night, and then I guess next week we'll probably have a quick little uh little rundown. Any big surprises? Anything that happened? Any uh, you know, a La La Land Moonlight situation? Can you? That's so that's still so wild that that fucking happened, dude. It still blows my mind. Um, <laughs> but next week we'll have that. Next week we have our review of Agnes Varda's Vagabond, um, and some other stuff. So you'll have to stay tuned and find out. But thank you so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Yeah.